The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You see, that's what's uh, happening here. I've unplugged something. Hello, dear listener. The um, the phones aren't working, and then in uh, I tried to switch the screen off that the phones were on, and instead deactivated the whole computer. So you find me um, on the floor. Um, 
There isn't a computer. Yes, don't, don't panic. Um, can you get on the phone to engineering and get them to describe what it is I'm looking for? Ah, this might be it now. But how do you turn it off and on? Mm. We'll be with you soon, dear listener. Don't worry. Don't panic. Don't panic. The show's... The show will happen. Eventually, it's going to happen. Eventually. You know, these things... These things are... Uh, come down. You come down with me. Yeah, I'm going to turn you around. Hang on, that noisy for a second. There we go. Right. So I'm under the desk. I'm under the desk trying to fix the bloody computer. What happens if I... Oh. Uh, going to be honest, guys. I don't really know what it is. I'm... Oh, jeez, that's hot. That is hot. I don't quite know what it is. Ah, yeah. Tell you what we'll do. Ugh. Hang on, I'm coming. Let's put some of this back. Apparently there's only one button. Well, I can't see any buttons. You get down there and press the button. Uh, side without cables, what, is it that black thing? Or the white thing? Are we going for the black square box, guys? Oh, um, I think I'm... Well, I can't reach the side that doesn't have cables. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We're going to unscrew something. We're going in. Something's being unscrewed. It's taken out. Here we go. We're in. We. We're on. Well, hang on. Well, hang on. I don't know if we're on. I've pressed the button, uh, but nothing's come on. There is a black box, but it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Hang on. Something's happening. It might be. Right. Hang on a minute. Nope. That's not phone box, that's the other computer. Hey, 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 this is exciting, isn't it? That's not phone box, that's the other computer. That's not phone box, that's the other computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, tonight's show uh, is slightly different in that uh, we have no technology, no computer. Exact same, but on the other side. The what? It looks exactly the same, but on the other side. Right, so on the right-hand side. Not the left-hand side. The right-hand side. These uh, technicians are excellent. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. I'm going in. Going in. I'm going in deep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Well, that one on the right is on, but then why isn't the monitor now on? Oh, bloody hell. Now the monitor isn't coming on. Are they anywhere near the building? They don't fancy popping in and doing this, do they?
How far away are they? Do they fancy popping in? Guys? Because we got a three-hour show and we haven't got a phone box. You're about two hours away. All right, fine. We can pop in for the last hour. Because we are a phoning show without a phone. I'm just, I'm just saying, guys. We're a phoning show without a phone. Engineering, hello? I can't hear what he's saying. There's a blue light on that computer yeah. now. Now the, now the monitor won't come on. Here we go. The monitor is now on. Let's see if it works. Oh, I nearly swore then, guys. I nearly swore. So that... Right. Okie dokie. This is, uh, this is award-winning stuff, isn't it, guys? Isn't it? It says, press F1 to continue. Where's the keyboard? Which keyboard is this on? Is it that one? No, is it that one? It's saying, press F1 to continue. We don't have a keyboard. Anyone? Guys? Tense, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, do I... Okay. How do I unplug a bloody keyboard? I don't know where any of this is. Why don't you tell him... Can you hear me? Because this whole wiring system is an absolute bloody mess. So where the bloody hell am I supposed to get the keyboard from? Where is the lead for the keyboard and where do I plug it in? Because it's a mess. Let me see if I can get one from the office. Please do. Jesus. How's your day going at work, huh? Having fun, (laughs) guys? Having fun? It's all a little bit of pantomime, isn't it? Really? Oh. Anyway, on tonight's show, <laughs> I've had the most stressful day of my life, okay? The most stressful day of my life, arguing with people and things. And so then to come into work, my one haven, my one sanctuary of peace, and for that peace to not work because the uh, computer system is cocked up is uh, a little bit... Um... OK, where do we plug this keyboard into? Uh, what do you mean in the back where? You don't plug it into the telly. It's a computer. Yeah. Where? Oh, dearie me. Right, let's try it in there. Uh-huh. If you're watching on Periscope, you're getting the full... Uh, the full kit and caboodle. Let's try it. F1. Um, okay, something's happened. No signal input. Hang on a second. Booting up. It's booting up, guys. It's booting up. 
Jeez, it's hot in here, huh? Okay, well, that's starting windows. Are we any closer to getting phone box working? They're working on that, apparently. Um, that's touch screen, isn't it? Um, switch user. Talk sport user, I suppose we go to. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, the first the first fifteen minutes of the show has been us trying to get the basic equipment working. Let us let us see where we go. I don't think we need that anymore. Thank you. No, thank you. Okie dokie. By the end of the show, we might have we might have um, done something entertaining for you. How's about them apples? I have a plan. If we can't phone out. Okay, but let's let's one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Right, we have. <laughs> Dan says excellent meta radio on talk radio right now as Ian Lee tries to rebuild the studio live on air. Hurrah! Well, right. So we're okay. So now we're back to where we were before the show started with an addition of a keyboard. So we we we're one better. Let's take a break, and when we come back. Let's see if we can get some actual content, shall we? Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I am missing the star in the mirror. Newspapers, please. Uh, I'm just getting out the phone number. We don't know if the phone number works. So, um, let me let me just try and ring here and let's see what happens. So, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's. So I'm going to ring and see what happens here. Thank. Let's take those. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Um, um, oh, I need to get. Oh, I've got to add credit to this, haven't I? Hang on a second. Add. Uh, while we're doing that, let's call this gentleman who. Um, who just called us, and I'm going to add credit, Skype credit, buy Skype credit. Can you pass me those headphones down there, turn them up to the maximum volume? Yeah. And um, give them to me here, thank you. We'll get there, guys, we're going to get there. I have a plan for phoning. Well, OK, what's your, hang on, um, hang on a second, why is that not working? Go on, what is your plan? If you text us your number, we'll ring you. We can ring out, we can't get phones in. Hello, Gatford! Yes, hello, sir. Yeah, it re- things really are that desperate that you yeah. are my fill-in caller. I, it really must be bad in there. Have you yes. tried just, like, shutting the whole studio down? Or yes. Uh, did you not listen? Yeah. Oh, well, I was, I was watching on the old Periscope. Well, yes, that's uh, the second time you've used old. And, oh, jeez, now I've got... A, hang on a minute. You talk to Catherine while I, um, I buy some credit on my Skype. This is... Okey-dokey. This is all uh, fun Kat, games. Uh, yeah. This sounds like a nightmare. This must be the most stressful day you've had for a while. No. No, okay, fair enough. By no means. By no means. By no this means. is the tip of the iceberg. But it is kind of, um, it does kind of uh, chafe my, um, myself that um, we have no phones and there seems to be no inclination to um, change that anytime soon. Though, though, to be fair, doing a three-hour phone-in show with no phones yeah. sounds like award-winning radio to me. Hey, guys, don't, you, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't you... Listen, we've got, we've got 20 minutes out of nothing so far. <laughs> we, we just got to stretch that a bit further, and um, we're away. Right, I'm buying credit. I've bought some credit on yep. my Skype. Hang on, if I click that, agree and pay. Do you, you want me to try and ring the number from no, here? No, 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 no. Won't no, work. no okay. I'm going to... I... A confirmation. We're placing your order. We don't... 
Oh, jeez, don't place my order. Make my order. Right, so I'm going to try now and... Uh, OK, I've got credit. So I'm going to try and call the studio. So this is what happens. Oh, we've cut him off. That's, uh, that's OK. Sorry, but your call cannot be completed. Who's that guy? I don't know, but he doesn't sound sorry. It doesn't sound sorry, does he? It doesn't sound sorry, does he? Oh, Gatford's gone. You're there. Right. No, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try one more thing. Don't you right. worry. Hang on a second. Um, You're mm. listening to Ian Lee. Thank you, Gatford. That was um, exactly what was, was needed. Right. Um, <laughs> right, OK, I'm going to try th- this. Hang on a second. Let's see if this works. Um, do that. Click there. Click there. Let's see if then. Let's just see if this works. Hang on, Gatford's gone on hold again. Sorry, but your call can happen. Nope, Talksport can't take calls either. <laughs> I just tried calling the Talksport number, and their number um, isn't working either. So, <laughs> yes, you can. Here's how it's going to work, Catherine. Give us your idea again. It was excellent. All right, here we go. So, if you text eight seven two 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 and put talk before it, put your phone number on, and we'll call you. Well, yes. It, you, it costs. I don't know how much it costs because that that screen's gone. Twenty. I'm going to say like twenty five p plus your standard network rate, maybe a bit more. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Twenty five p standard network rate. So we'll call you back. Or and here's the thing: for free, you can call us from anywhere around the world using Skype. Absolutely free, and you can download it onto your computers. You can download it onto your telephones, and you just search for late night alternative all one word late night alternative um send me a contact request and then bishy bashy boshy we um oh look here we go here's one now hang on a sec i don't know how to make the calls go together though that's the thing so hang on hello dan that's Rupert murdoch here oh god god yes yes dan been listening to the show ian it doesn't work dan because i can see your face i know uh, wait a minute um it's a fat man, Ian. It's a fat man pretending to be Rupert Murdoch. Thank you, Rupert, yes. Um, what I was thinking, Ian, is remember last year when I promised you a new studio? Yes. How's that going for you? It's, it's not going very well, um, fat man pretending to be Rupert Murdoch. Right. Well, what I was thinking, apart from this cat which has jumped on my lap, um, is that maybe you should move to that new studio, I promised you. Rupert, you've got an old um, fireplace, like, from the 1960s. It's a very nice fireplace. Yes, from the 1960s. I don't know how I can add... Do I, right, I want to add more than one call to, to another call, Gatford. Do I need I, to purchase that feature? Yeah, it, they made it They made it by only, unfortunately. So how do I do that, then? Where do I go? Uh, I don't know. Right. Get, I've never, I, I must admit, I've get, never done that. Get yet, stuffed. Go away. Get stuffed. Go I mean, what there. use is it? There's no use at all. Texters, 87222-TALK. Put your phone number on it, we'll call well, you. We might, we might do. We, we might not. Um, we might not. Um, I want to add the feature whereby I can add calls together. So I'm going to go to the Skype page. Because that used to come... Um, I don't want to call anywhere. I want to... Um, can someone Skype in and tell me how I can add the thing where you add one or more calls together. That's what I want. That's all I want to do, guys. Um, That's all I want to do. It's all I want to do. And yet it will not uh, allow me to do that, guys. will not allow me to do that. Um, So so a little bit of a... A little bit of a loose end um, here, really. Um, What have I written? I've written down about... Oh, 
The Kevin Spacey story. Mm. Now, not in any way detracting from what Kevin Spacey has been accused of doing at all. Okay, well, he, he's accused of drunk. Uh, of he's accused of trying to seduce in an, uh, an aggressive way a fourteen-year-old boy when he was a twenty-six-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not even sure I like the word seduce. Okay, well, uh, okay, fine. Kevin Spacey's brother says they were raised by a Nazi child rapist dad. Wowzers! Wow. Yeah. I mean... Escalation. Flipping it. But then it gets even more bizarre. Um, it, it, the, his brother is a Rod Stewart impersonator. It is the strangest. Hang on a minute. Yes, Gatford? Yeah, I worked it out. Right. Um, but you have to start the call and then add someone to it. Oh, I can't be bothered then. In that case, I can't be bothered. Kevin Spacey's brother says they were raised by a Nazi child rapist dad. And Randall Fowler said he was not surprised by the sex assault claim against his superstar sibling. He revealed their white supremacist dad, Thomas Fowler, who died in 1992, abused the pair in a house of horrors. Limo driver and Rod Stewart impersonator Fowler said he was raped and whipped and their mother Kathleen knew about it. Um, and not in any way to detract from what Spacey is accused of. You know, it's absolutely horrendous. But he's a limo driver and a Rod Stewart impersonator? Man, that's some weird shiz, isn't it? That's a weird... Look, the thing is, he looks like... He looks like, um, Rod Stewart. Let's have a look. Looks like, looks like, um, um, Rod Stewart crossed with Banana Man in that picture there. There you go, for the periscope. I think he looks like the fella out of black lace. Yeah, could do. Could do. Hello, Marty! Seven. No, not a lot. What you got? Um, uh, there's when you get another call on Skype, th- there should be like a little green icon. There isn't with the plus. There with isn't the plus symbol. There isn't. No. There isn't. Oh, there used to be, man. Yeah, I know, man, but there isn't now. Because someone's okay. calling in now, and it's there's no little plus symbol. There's just a green answer. Weird. Okay. All right. Well. Thanks for your call. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Matthew. Hi there, first time listener, first time caller. First time um, listener, first time caller. Wow, I like yeah. your style. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. I, I think it's the weirdest thing ever that um, there's like more fanfare in the media about the fact that he's come out as a gay man no. than the fact that he's been attacking young children. Right. Well, first of all, f- right. well, first of all, he's accused of, of attacking one child. And secondly, there isn't. I've heard there's multiple. Okay, no. Well, th- only one has come out so far, so we're going to tread very carefully for legal reasons, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but there isn't more fanfare about him coming out as gay. That's, that, that's a myth that I saw Breitbart tweeting the other day. It's simply not true. People have, people have said it's outrageous that he's tried to use coming out as a gay man to, um, as a smokescreen to cover the accusations, but no one has focused on his homosexuality over the um, uh, uh, charges of um, uh, abuse. Uh, uh, over the pond in America, some of the media has betrayed Oh, for Christ's sake, man. Uh, well, I thought you... Here's the thing. I thought you might be talking about British media. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> the, the media is international nowadays, though, isn't No, it? it isn't, dude. So give me an example of where someone... And it, 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 I'm guessing you can't find any in this country, can you? Oh, no, OK. Right, OK. Country, no. So, 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 OK, fine. So give me an example of American media where they focused on him being gay as opposed to him um, uh, um, being accused of uh, abuse of a child. OK, if you want me to send you specific links, no, I, I want can. you to I want you um, to tell me them now because we are talking now. 
Okay, okay. Well, I, I, I read in the the New York Times, you know, more the the piece was biased, and it was biased in a way that kind of diminished his responsibility. Yeah, that's not what. You, like, hang on a minute, Matthew. That's not like, what you phoned in to complain about. You phoned in to complain that pe- more people in the media were focusing on him being gay, not that they were um, d- 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 diminishing his responsibility. Those are two different things. So where is, the, the, where is the story that the focuses on him being gay? Also the fact that it's being brought up about how, how horrific their father was. I mean... That, that Ma- Matthew, Matthew, let's focus, Matthew, let's focus on one thing at a time, OK? You phoned in to say that the media was guilty of focusing on him being gay as opposed to the hideous accusations. You've yet to give me one example of that being true. I'm not saying it's that way in the British media. No, no, no. We, and I know when we've dismissed the British media, you then mention the American media. You've yet to give yeah. me an example of that. Uh, as I said, I read an article in the New York Times which was felt like it was biased and, and tried to reduce, reduce his uh, responsibility. That's different from focusing on him being gay, which is what you said. OK, uh, I'll concede. So you basically you've just phoned up to throw a dead cat on the table. Well, no, I, I, I think you've you've misconstrued kind of what I, I called up about. In the you first okay? Place. Let's let's go through it again, Matthew, because I would hate that to be the case. You phoned up and you said you were annoyed with the way certain parts of the media were focusing well, on like Kevin. Let me finish, Matthew. Let me finish, Matthew. Matthew, let me finish. You said you were annoyed with the way certain parts of the media were focusing on the fact that Kevin Spacey has come out uh, um, as a gay man. No, sorry, let me get it right, because I want to do you justice. You said Mm -hmm. you were uh, concerned how certain parts of the media had focused on Kevin Spacey being gay and not the hideous accusations of child abuse, right? Yes. You've not given me an example of that. And the thing you've just said from the New York Times, or whatever it was, that doesn't back up your first argument. Okay, there's there's a general sense of. I'm not trying to trick. I'm not trying to trick you, Matthew. I'm just trying to get Uh, you to back up the statement you've made, which you can't back up because it's simply not true. And you're just trying to 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 muddy the already rather muddied waters. I've I've read a couple of articles. Give me an example, for God's sakes, man! I I, I can't I can't just list things. You've read two articles. You've read two articles that focus on him being gay instead of the 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 the, the, um, accusations of abuse. You can't remember those two articles. I said there's there's one in. uh, Do you know what? I've said my piece. No, you haven't, though. You've you've come on and you've just lied. You've lied, Matthew. This isn't LBC. This isn't the John Gaunt podcast. You will get challenged and picked up if you lie. This isn't Breitbart, where you can say what you want and get away with it. If you say things, you will be challenged. And you have been proven to be a liar. Well, it wasn't my intention to come on here and lie, so... Then then, then don't, then tell the truth. Then tell the truth. Give me those two stories that focus on him being gay instead of the accusations of child abuse. Okay, well, I I need my phone to send links. uh, I don't want you to send me a link. Name them. You can remember them, can't you? Name the two stories. I've I've read so much, I need to go back through my... my Lies! You're lying. You are lying, Matthew. I'm just saying I've read so much over the course of the day. But you said there were two stories. You said there were two stories. There was two in particular that I read. Which, what were they? New York, 
And I, I can't remember the book. Because you didn't read it, Matthew. You've lied. You've lied. No, no I media, no lie, media, I'm... Matthew, are focusing on him being gay over the accusations that are being made. None are. At all. But thanks for your call. Jesus. I'm looking through the New York Times over the last two days. Here's the headline. Kevin Spacey criticised for using apology for Anthony Rapp to come out. Is that what he's referring to? Because it said... What an idiot. They, they're, they're still focusing on, on the on the allegation. What Kevin Spacey idiot. issues apology to actor after sexual accusation. Again. Netflix announced it's the a end lie. of House of Cards. It's a lie. It's not in there. It's a lie that was put out by Breitbart two days ago because I saw the tweet. It's a lie. And here's the thing, right? First-time listener, first-time caller, last-time listener, I'd imagine. Here's the thing. We're not one of these crappy little things where you can come on and say what you want, and I go, hmm, yeah, great point, thanks for calling. You'll get challenged. And if you're going to lie, you'll get called out as a liar. You've got, you got, you got to back the stuff up. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. It will, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. The phones might be working, guys. Someone's phoning in. Uh, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Looks like the phones might be working. You can still c- Skype in. I'm enjoying the Skype calls a lot. Late night alternative. Okay, all one word. Late night alternative. Alan, are the phones working? Brilliant. There we go. Well, that's great news. That's great news. There we go. Sing hosannas. You can't... Is he gone? I've cut him off. (laughs) Oh, my God! We wait all that time for a phone call. It's only Alan Caddick. I know, but I'm joking, Al. I'm joking, Big Al. It's just a joke, Big Al. It works. It works. Um... Wow. Good evening, Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. We're back on. We're back on, aren't we? I just wanted to let you know. Thanks, man. All right. I'm not... uh, Okay, there we go. It's done. Fine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Skype late night alternative. You can listen to us. Um, yes. You are a disgusting man taking the name of Jesus Christ like that. You're a disgrace. Oh, piss off, Ken. Ken, Ken, you're you're, you're a, a menace. To, you're you're you're, you're a, a menace. You're a bully, and you do Christianity a disservice. Go away, you horrible. He's a Christian. He's a Christian, and he's phoning up to, to have a go at me. Bloody hell. I mean, really. What a hideous human being. And here's the thing. He didn't think he'd get straight to air. He wanted to tell Sam that. What a disgusting human being. I've, got, I've not got a thing against Christians or Buddhists or Muslims or Sikhs or Jews or anything. Most of them are really, really nice people. I get that. Most of them are really nice people, and they just want to get on with everyone else. But then you get people like that who are poison, who I suspect, and I don't use this lightly, I suspect there is some form of illness going on. There is some wiring that is not correct. Because he's a hate preacher. That's what he is. He preaches hate. Preaches hate. Simple as that. Thoroughly unpleasant gentleman, Ken. Don't phone up to to speak to me or speak to my team anymore, please. You're not welcome here. 
Fancy ringing up to berate a uh, team member. <clears throat> Fancy doing that. Are you, oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. So Julie Hartley Brewer was on the James Whalen Ash show, right? And I don't know if you've ever heard that show. It's James Whalen, it's Ash, right? And she was on because she's got a, f- a 15 minutes in the, in the spotlight. And then afterwards she was upset because Ash was part of the interview and wanted it removed before it went online. Unbelievable. What did Ash remove from the James... What I might do tomorrow is instead of listening to James O'Brien, I might listen to uh, to her show and I might phone up and, and criticise the way that that show's being done. Unbelievable. I'm, I am mean, I've got a cop on tonight, have you noticed? I think justifiably so. Ay, 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 um, Craig wants to know, how does he add me? Craig, I think we're added. I think we're added on Skype. You add people on, um, on Skype. That's, that's how it works. Um, 25th anniversary of? Um. It's a good one, this. The 25th anniversary. Heard it on, I think it's today or yesterday, I think. Heard it on Radio 4. All right. May have been yesterday, actually. May have been today or yesterday, I don't remember. 25th anniversary of something, um, something phenomenal. Oh. I mean, something huge. Something tiny, but huge. Mm, Big thing. No, I don't know. 25 years and one day ago, it didn't exist. Well, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get what an anniversary is. The text message. Oh. Mm. Do you know what the first text message was? Hello. No. Oh, it was it was the geek that invented it, and it was something like Merry Christmas or something. I don't know. Oh, that's no, well, be, I mean, that's a bit early. October. Happy no, Halloween. I don't know what it was. Happy November. Um... It's 40 years since something else that was quite phenomenal. Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. No. Nope. 40 years. Uh, Do an impression. Go on. You're doing a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, like, um, a, like a... Like we a... all like a bit of Demis Roussos, don't we? <laughs> he doesn't like Demis Roussos. <laughs> exactly. Um, Abigail's Party. Yeah. What oh, a great film, that is. Well, a great... Well, I mean, Wasn't just, she just horrific? That whole thing... If you've never seen Abigail's Party, I bet it's on YouTube. T- treat yourself. I t- you have permission to bunk. It's, what, it's, it's an hour, maybe an hour and a half. No more than that. I think it's an hour. You've got, you, you have my permission to bunk off for an hour and go and watch it. Because it is... I'll tell you what we'll do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to... And I'm bearing in mind that there, there are copyright issues. Let's see if it's... First of all, let's see if it's on YouTube. Because Alison Stebman's just joined Twitter. So, um... She, uh... She appeared in my timeline today. And what a delightful thing, too. Um... It's an hour and a quarter. Right, I tell you what we're going to... Oh, no, that's a hooky website. That t- um, um, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Because what I'm thinking we do is we have it going on in the background. We don't, we're not playing the full audio. Every now and then we just dip into it. And like see we're at the party. Like we're at the party. Let's have a look. I don't know if I can find it on uh, online. It's such a good film. I mean, it would a film, TV play. I mean... Uh, it's so good. They should make a big Hollywood movie version oh, of God, it. Oh, God, can you imagine? Oh, it'll be wonderful. Um, you could get... Um, who's that? Um, not Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. She could think? do it. Yeah, oh. no, she's not monstrous enough. Oh, she's an actress. Actor. She's an actor. She could do it. They could act. It's called acting, darling. It's called acting, darling. That's what it's called. I'll have a look for it. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand Skype. Late Night Alternative. Um, this is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. More little musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 
This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Catherine Boyle's here as well, of course. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. It's our last week with the Time to Change people, isn't it? Well, I don't know. They were talking about next week as well. That'll be lovely. Well, if it is the last week, we're going out in style. If it isn't the last week, well, then it, it's the penultimate week, potentially. We've got a really, really good guest. We've got Matt Haig on tomorrow yeah. night. Love Matt Haig. He's one of our favourites. Um, and someone's just said, can you give a shout-out for the Samaritans? I called them twice today. They were very kind. Uh, yeah, of course, with the Samaritans. One, one, six, one, two, three. We love the Samaritans. Big fans of the Samaritans. Um, those guys, those guys save lives. Good evening, Darren. The evening, and here's all right. Yes, 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 um, yes. I'm sat in the van, having a cigarette, so... Um, who's doing urinating in Ken's Cove? Me, so what all about? So, say, C- Catherine, can you... Who's doing oh, what? Who's doing what, Darren? Can I slow down again, right? Yes. Who's been pissing Ken off? Why, why do you piss Ken off? You know... Hang on a second, listen. What you need to... Is, is your fag alight? Yes, but I'm going to put it in No, the no, no, take a deep, take a deep, slow drag on it, buddy. No, I'm not. Take it in deep. Right. Let me hear right, it. Right, it's off loudspeaker. Hello. Uh, right, shall I take a deep, slow drag off? Yes, it? yes, please. Let's all hear it. For all the ex-smokers out there, go on, do it. There's a few hoops being blown as well. I think you bummed that fag. <laughs> that was that was no, not I a very deep one. That was. Fagging. How do you know it's a fag, Ian? Come on. Did you even inhale that? I say, aye, I did. Take it deep. <laughs> Oh, right, here we go. I'll pick it back up there. Why? He didn't hold it in, no, does he? He's not a real smoker, oh, is he? Yeah, if like I a 14 year old. Like, right. <laughs> I'm not like a 14-year-old cast, come on. You are. Well, thanks. Hello, I'll Angels! Angels Angels Piano is watching us. Hello, Hi, Angels, Angels underscore piano. P.S. Ian. Yes? Stephen Murdoch says, when do you want him? Oh, can we get him on now? Is he there now? And I'll give him a call. I'll ask. I'll just send him a message. Um, I don't know, Darren. I think because I might have said Jesus Christ that, that Ken was offended by that. Well, thanks for the answer. Um, by the way, the phones are working. <laughs> Thank you very much, Darren. I appreciate that. Is he round? G- yeah. Give me that then and I'll give him a call now. All right, hang on. Let's uh, we'll get Stephen Murdoch on to see if we can explain what's been going on here. Don't look at my... Uh, there's two numbers. The blue one. Yeah. Oh. I think he thinks I'm Charlene Spiteri, which is why he was so keen. Uh-huh. Okay, well, let's get Stephen... Stephen Murdoch um, coming on... Uh, now. Hello, so, hello Stephen. Hello. hello, is that Stephen? Yes, hello, is that uh, Ian? Hello, Stephen. It's Ian Lee uh, from Talk Radio. Li- you're live on Talk Radio. How are things with you, okay. Stephen? Uh, not too bad. I'm just at a conference at uh, Wolverhampton. I've just returned to my room, and I'm told that you've got some problems. Is that we, we, How long are you at the conference for, Stephen? Because we're going to be performing in Wolverhampton on Saturday. Will you be there then? N- no, sadly, I'm, I'm, I'm heading off tomorrow, so okay. I won't be there. Because that's a shame, because uh, we would have we would have happily sold you a ticket. Um, well, I've got... Unfortunately, <laughs> I've got other work... <laughs> Oh. Work to do. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Stephen, listen. Sorry, I'd love to stay. Okay. I'd love to stay to the show, but okay. To, you know, got to get off. I mean, so, you know, eighty weeks for no man is the same. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'd love to. You know, love to stay. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't know whether your hotel's in there, but as I say, I've got to go. Okay. <laughs> got okay. to go off. There's other stuff to go to. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Thank and you. And yep. I'll see you at another time. But okay. As I say, I've got, I, I can't really hang around. 
Okay, okay. That's okay. That's great. Uh, I hope that all goes. Uh, goes thank you thank very. You. Yep, we're we're at Slater's on Saturday evening at seven o'clock. The Rabbit Hole. Myself no, and Catherine. As I say, uh, well, we, we, I won't be there then because no. the conference actually ends. Uh, well, we, we ended tonight, so I'm back at the hotel now. And okay. Then head off tomorrow. Maybe have some breakfast or something. But no, okay. no. Sadly, okay. Sadly, on this occasion, I won't be able to make it. But nope. good, good luck to you. And thank I, you. I'm sure it's all going to be really well. Thank you. <laughs> we. Thank you. Thank you. We are having problems with our phone system. You're probably aware of it. It's it's a very common uh, phone system uh, in the radio industry. It's called Phonebox. You're right. You're running the TX2. I think we might. I think we might still be on the TX1. Oh God, no, 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 no. That's that's what's, that's what the problem is there. Right. Um, I can speak to. Do you remember George Harris? Who I introduced you to? Was now was he? Was he the fellow who just left his wife for that younger man? Uh, oh, whether it's a man or a woman, I don't know. He certainly left his wife. I was with him uh, just now. In fact, we're, we're travelling off tomorrow to okay. the next leg of the conference. So, so unfortunately, oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a moving conference, is it? No, it's another part of the conference. You know, we're moving on. It's actually phone systems we're going to tomorrow. Yeah, and that's not in Wolverhampton, then? No, 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 we're down in Tewkesbury in, Gl- in Gloucestershire. So, okay. Because uh, it's odd that they so would have a conference split... Is it organised by the same people? Um, <laughs> what it is, a very close-knit community, the IT community. We tend to move from one thing to another. There's always new stuff to learn. We will be in Tewkesbury tomorrow, I'm afraid. Neither George nor myself will be there. So, What about his new partner, Barry? I know, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to... I can't really talk about Barry or, or, okay. or anyone. It's, it's probably... That side of things none of my business. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Yes. You, said, you sound... Are you still, are you still seeing... Um, I shouldn't say this on air. I'll, say that, I'll email that privately. I'll just... Sharon. No, the doctor. Well, no, I... I You're sounding a bit that. hyper again. Well, they'd like to have a few drinks at the bar. When IT guys let the hair down, they, they go mad. Oh. <laughs> so I'd just be down at the bar and okay. Uh, okay. chatting away. I mean, I'm like, you know, and you, left, you, you, know, left, you left the bar early. You're in your room and... Well, I had a, a situation. I was told to phone you because you're having trouble with your uh, TX. Yes. It turns out TX1. TX1. So the phones have been down. Right. They're up. Let me write this down. Phones down, yeah. Have you got pen and paper? Yes. So the phones have been down. Yes. For about two and a half hours. Right. They came up again, on again, online. I don't know what the... the it's a second two and a half hours, 2.5 hours, yes. They started... I don't know what the term is. They came back online? Um, back, back into back into service. Back into right. service back about into 20, service. 25 minutes ago. Okay. Have they been running, have they been out of order for two and a half hours, is that including the 25 minutes? No, no, that, that's separate. So they were out of, the, they were were not running for approximately two and a half hours. It's hard to tell, because the shows before this show don't really get many phone calls anyway. Right, okay. So, so it could have been out all day, as far as we know, but we're, we're estimating two and a half hours. And then they've been back online, and it's a separate period of time. So they, they stopped being offline 25 minutes ago, they came online 25 <laughs> minutes ago, back on. Line. Back on. Back online. Yeah. Um, have you tried rejigging the uh, system as a whole, rebooting, as we call it, rebooting? We switched it off and we switched it on again. You've tried that. We've tried that and that did, excuse my language, that did bugger all. 
Right, okay, no, no need for language, but what you really want to do, yep. as, as a start, you've got to upgrade to a TX2. Yep, yep. I know the system you're using, and, and, and kind of it's buggering awful. <laughs> okay, well, you just told me off for swearing, and then you've used well, exactly no, the same words. It's just being humorous, a bit of levity, and Well, but, uh, it's quite yeah, serious. Well, you know, well, just on the bar. It I know, it's just, it's just, it's just this, is, this is, te- technology is your bag, and this is my bread and butter, and you're buggering all over my bread and butter. So I kind of kind of take this quite seriously. <laughs> you have to excuse me. I've had a I've had a couple of Indian pale ales down there with the guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, Ian, I can't do anything from where I am. Here. Can you not remote? You used to be able to remotely access our system, <sighs> or oh, have those I'm privileges sure. been taken away since? Um, that was never proven. No, 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 I'm saying that. it was proven. How dare you? It was proven to a certain Hold extent on. in as much as you spent six months um, in a, the, the, the low-security prison. That was, but... Right, that was nothing to do with that. Well, she was called as a witness. But I don't want to get, I don't want to get dragged into, into, into that. I I'm just wondering... Went, listen, I, as you well know, yes. I went to see her at uh, house. I'm a big fan. I've been a member of the fan club for a long time. Yep. I wanted to talk to her about some of her work. Yes. All it's, right? it's and Charlene and I, I, I've known her for a long time. I know to say hello to her, but absolute misunderstanding. Okay. It's just unusual, and I don't, let's not dwell on it, but you brought it up. It's unusual for fans to go right. to um, their, their favourite pop stars' houses right. um, naked. That's unusual. Charlene's Pateri knows me. She knows it was a joke. Okay. I, I went to see her. I wanted to talk about some of her lyrics. It was a hot day. A bit of tomfoolery. Yeah. I was actually the lyrics you wanted her to talk about, you had tattooed on your ass. Yes, I did. I'm a big fan of it, of, of Texas. So some of their early work, particularly. I was wearing pants and I wasn't naked. Let's think. Can you help us with this system or not, Stephen? Hold on, let me get my laptop out. Let me see. Right. Bring that up in front of people. You're the one who says you're live on air. You bring that up. Yep. If I want to write poetry to someone who's... I'm a big fan of her work, and I've followed Texas all over the country. I know, I know. And you bring that up. Okay. I didn't mean to upset you. Just... Let me take this in. Okay. Ah! Now, the... Now... The cursor is moving on the screen. Is that you? Right, yes, that's me. You're in. Yeah. Okay. Can you see what I've written there? uh, (laughs) Yes. Yeah, okay. That's right. Now... In block capitals. Okay, okay, we've got that. Thank you. So we know that it works. Um, So what I need you to do, Stephen, is if you can get into the the, the section that that details where the faults are, if you could bring that up on the screen, that would be really helpful. Uh, Hold on, hold on, just a second. I will need your code word there and your password. Okay. Is it the same as before? Um, I'd rather not say it on the air. Two G's in it. Two G's? Yes. Mm. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. (sighs) I'll put fragging instead of your one. Hold on. Right, I'm in again. Right. What do you want me to do with that? Do you want it rebooted now? We're going to cut everything off. Could you reboot it now? Yeah. 
Hello, Stephen. Hello, Stephen Murdoch. He's cut himself off there. I don't know what is... Oh. What's the screen say? It, it, it says, um, uh, it says, bugger off, I'm going to kill you. Oh. Um, Lee's on the line. Good evening, Lee. Hiya, you right? Yeah, thank you, Lee. I was going to change the subject, to be honest. Go on, then. Well, I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but um, um, basically, talking about, you know, Kevin Spacey and all that, well, my sexual proclivities is I like white, pretty blondes. Right? Are you, are you with me so far? Yes. But have you ever heard someone called Blair White? No. She's a transsexual on the internet, on Facebook, on uh, YouTube. Right. So, I'm, I'm, I'm very white-bred sexually. Like, I grew up with um, lots of blonde women, and I've, I've developed my sexuality as I like pretty blonde women. But I've noticed recently a lot of these transsexuals look really good. And I wondered how you feel about transsexuals. I think, more to the point, how do you feel about transsexuals? Well, I don't want to have sex with anyone with a dick, but I do think some of them look really good. Okie dokie. And, that, and that's how we can sensitively tackle such issues on this show. Has anyone got any idea what is going on tonight? Um... If anyone's offended by that, I'm sure you weren't. But if you were, um, then you... Uh, you, you um, what I on earth have we said that brought that on? <laughs> I don't want to have a sex with anyone that's got a dick, but well, some of those transsexuals look good. Well, some transsexuals have penises, some don't have penises. It's all fine. Hey, listen, I'm all for everyone being everybody, you know. Any transsexuals out there fancy that? <laughs> this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And with time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a friend in your corner really can make things a little bit easier. Search Time to Change to find out more. Talk Radio. So the phones work. Skype works. But I don't know if the callers are working. 0344 499 1000. Skype Late Night Alternative. This is the Late Night Alternative on DAB, on mobile, and of course online on talkradio.co.uk. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my own Border, 
This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. So it's time to change to find out more. 03444991000. Skype Late Night Alternative. We've been having problems. If you missed the first 15 minutes of the show, dear God, the studio fell apart and I had to try and put it back together again. That's never a good sign. Um, before the news... We were speaking to um, Stephen Murdoch, formerly of ISO Solutions. I think he's at Richmond Computers now, I'm not sure. Um, And he was trying to access, he can remotely access the phone box we have, the TX1. And um, he cut himself off, which was um, dumb. Um, And he's at a conference, he's in Wolverhampton, isn't he? Because we're in Wolverhampton on Saturday Mm. at Slater's, if you want to come and see us, guys. Our last rabbit hole of 2017. Um, And he is at a conference, um, and he's bunking up with George Harris. Mm-hmm. Well, Who, well, you mentioned some personal stuff about George. Well, George Harris left his wife. This is what I heard, OK? George Harris left his wife for a younger man. Um, and that's... I haven't got an issue with that at all. It happens, that's, uh, it happens, uh, it happens. Imagine telling... And I know people that have done this, that have had to say to their wives, actually, I'm gay. But that's fine. The thing that got me, though, was the age difference. Oh. Because George... Uh, I think... I think George is pushing 50. He's older than me. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm 44. I think he's 50. And this, this lad that he shacked up with was like 22, 23 or something. And I, uh, that for me, the maths, the maths just doesn't work. I find that inappropriate, you know. Um, oh, flipping it. Look who's on the phone. <laughs> it's George Harris. Hello. Hello, Liam. Hello, George. Hello, Ian. How, how are you? I'm, f- I'm very well, George. I'm surprised to be talking to you. I haven't spoken to you for ages. How are you doing, man? Mm, I'm good. I'm actually very good, actually. We're in, um, we're in Wolverhampton at a conference. Yeah, we're doing a show there on Saturday. Oh, great. Well, you're going to absolutely love the place because it's um, full of, like, um, ring roads and dual carriageways and et cetera. And, and I know you're, you're quite a big fan of those. Um, well, I, I'm more of a... Lots of buildings, you know? As I've got older, I've become... I, I kind of focus more on roundabouts. Oh, great. Well, I'm a, um, I'm very much a dual carriageway yeah. um, um, man. I like unusual I... roundabouts. Mm. Well, you're oh. going to absolutely love Wolverhampton, then, Ian. It's going to be right up your street. Uh, right up, right up your dual carriageway. Mm. Which is what I heard mm. you like. Well, so is, is there something uh, wrong with the phone, Ian, that I can help you with? Because uh, um, I'm here with Stephen, and he says there's something wrong with the phone. Can I help you with that? The TS1. Ian, I understand you're using the TS1. It's on the TS1. Well, have they... Well, they try turning it on. Why not? Do you know about? Uh, have you tried? Have you actually going to upgrade? Have you rebooted it, Ian? I've switched it off and switched it on. You switch it off and switch it on. It's not. It's not. It's not done anything. Yes. You have done something. Yeah. Well, no. It switched. What? It switched it off. And it, well, yeah. I, what I've done is I've switched this off and switched this on, and so the phones are working to a certain extent. I'm just worried um, yeah. that the, the phones will go down again um, in well, a similar yeah, way that your marriage to your wife did. Ian, 
First of all, I'd like uh, I, I'm here to talk about the TX1 yes. stroke TX2 system. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I, I'm happy to talk about that. I'm happy to give you any help with that that that, that you need. But I'd rather not bring my marriage into this if no. that's if it's not, it's just because it, because you you know it's yeah. personal. Stuff. No, I know it's personal. But I was I was friends. You know, hmm. I knew her from college. Well, I know that you knew her from college, Ian. Yeah. But you know, I, it's I'm, I'm going through a very tough time at the moment. I don't, I don't know. I, listen, it must be tough. You that. It must be tough for you with with shacking up with you know deciding that you're gay. That's fine. I've got a problem with that. The age difference. Nothing you're nearly wrong with that. now. There's nothing wrong with it. The age difference is the thing that gets me. And I was very, very well, close friends with your uh, soon to be ex-wife, and I just thought the way you told her was a shitty way. You sent her a text. Well, Ian, this is a very, very sensitive matter, and I didn't know how else to put it. You sent her a text, and then you sent her an emoticon with a big smile, and then you sent her a photo of you two in bed. Well, listen, break the news one way or the other, but break the news you must, Ian. And wow. I'm sorry if that's up, I'm, I'm sorry if that's upset you, but I didn't want to peel the plaster off very, very slowly. You wanted you to know, peel something off. Rip, rip the skin off. You wanted to rip the skin to off something. I want. To, I, I don't appreciate the man's innuendos. No, it's not an happy marriage. It's not an innuendo. Listen, I just think telling your wife that you're leaving her for a younger man by sending an oh, you're right, an aubergine emoji and a picture yeah. of you two in bed. I, I Mm-hmm. Well, she she knew what that meant, Ian. Yes, I know she, she did. She Everyone would meant. know what that meant. Of course they would, you absolute idiot. Oh, dear. Well, Heartless. It got, the me- it got the message across loud and clear, yeah. and we were, we had no problem after that. Now, if I'd have known that you'd have had a pl- problem with this, do you think it would have changed my course of action, Ian? No, I don't. I just think that you no, could have done it in a no, more you sensitive don't. manner. And there's, the, there, there's the rub. There's the rub. Right. Because it wouldn't have changed my uh, course of action, Ian, it, no matter what you thought I was going to do. Are you, are you sharing a room with Stephen Murdoch? She slept with she slept with David, she slept with David Baxter. And that was the catalyst. For don't, the please don't. Her sleeping with David Baxter did not make you go gay. Yes, it did. Oh, it did? How could that happen? Because David Baxter is a brute of a man. He's an absolute brute of a man. And the only way I could get back at him sufficiently uh, was to go gay. With his son! (coughs) Sorry, just choking in the net. I bet you are. Let me speak to Stephen, please. Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen, would you mind coming here, please? He wants to have a word with you. Talking to the, the boss. Listen, you, he, he's going to help you a bit with the phone line. But I'll tell you something. If his wife's going to mess around with Stephen Baxter, uh, yeah, David Baxter, and then he wants to go gay because of that, that's up to him. Yeah, but he and went he gay with what? David Baxter's son. I know he went with David Baxter's son. You can't have it both ways. And David Baxter's son as a, a jolly, uh, nice guy. Have, have you two been what drinking and are you sharing a room? No, we're not sharing a room. Why are you in the same room then at what, 11 what, minutes what, past 11 on a Wednesday me. night? Excuse me, why can't George get, why can't George get what, what he wants? And, and if he wants David for a change, if he wants David Baxter's son, it's all right for his wife to go up 
David Baxter. Right. Can we just no, sort out my phones, please? What has this right, got obviously. to do with anything? Can we, can we just sort out these well, phones? You up. You want to see with him. That's up to him, isn't it? It is up to him. All right. He's just... He's his... <laughs> he's his well, godfather. He's his we godfather. That's inappropriate. He did what? He, he, George, is his godfather. I know George is his godfather, but there's a, there's a very special bond there, you know? Very special. Over the years and years and years... You just excuse me. And who are you to tell me what the sort of bond I can have? Who who are you? Who are you? I don't know. Is he still there? I think he's gone. No, I'm still here. No, he's still he's still. I'm just here. waiting he's for here. you. I'm just waiting for you to come. Can you fix my phones or not, George? Of course I can fix your well, phones. Well, then fix the phones. I would like to fix it in an environment in which I can see I see fit and. Are you drunk? No, well, I've had a couple of drinks, but that's, I, it takes me loads to get drunk, doesn't it? Loads to get drunk. Loads to get drunk. Right. No. I don't want you... Like, listen, this isn't working, guys. I dip my wick. Yeah, yeah. This isn't, this isn't working. I don't want oh, two drunk... It's, it's I don't want two drunk men, one of whom's been to prison for stalking a pop star, the other one is some oh, that's, weird, that's right. borderline that's incestual... Right. Oh, that's strange right. It's judgment. He's flinging judgment. Fixing my phones. call me a deviant. Listen, this is all perfectly legal and above board of what we've, what we've done and what we're doing. Right. And if you haven't got a liberal, open-minded uh, point of view or mind, okay. then why don't you even live in America and the United States? Because that's the sort of thing that's going okay. on over there at the moment. And that's, apparently, it's disgusting. Thank you, George. Oh. Thanks thanks for your help, George. You can, you can tell me. Thanks oh. for your help, George. Let's just go to a break. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Uh, This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with me, Ian Lee, and of course with Time to Change. The phones are working. 03444991000. You can uh, Skype. Late night alternative. Let's try and um, let's try and be a bit calmer for the rest of the, uh, the show. Boss who snapped. A bus company director sacked his entire staff with a farewell email, telling them, "I've had enough. I cannot work with you a moment longer." His uh, uh, Sydney Hardy, 57, sent an internal memo to 27 drivers telling them they should consider themselves dismissed and treat themselves to a lie-in. He had become aggrieved by the number of drivers defecting from his nippy bus firm for bigger rival companies such as First Bus and Stagecoach. His decision to close the company has affected around 300 children in Somerset who rely on his uh, bus service to get them to... Here's here's the email. There is a difference between giving up and knowing when you've had enough. I feel sorry for this bloke. I feel sorry for everybody involved in this story. Um, I have had enough and realise I cannot work with you, the people I employ, a moment longer. There comes a time in any relationship when you just have to say, F it, say goodbye and move on. This is my time. This is a great line. I am quitting to pursue my dream of not having to work here anymore. That's a great line, isn't it? Nippy buses, 
has ceased operational activity with immediate effect. All staff should now consider themselves dismissed. The gates are now closed and will not open, so you can stay in your scratches Monday and have a lie in scratches. I've never heard that before. No, not at all. Please contact the Works Mobile to arrange collection of any personal belongings. Your scratches. Um, Imagine getting that email, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's sad. But staying your scratches? Yeah. Um, I'm up early tomorrow with the kids, taking the kids to school. I got busy. I got a busy old morning tomorrow. Oh, by the way, I'm taking. Um, I've booked a week off to write the book. Oh right. I'm doing it. Not next week. The week after. I'm Just off. a week. A week should do it. A week. I reckon. Here's my thinking, guys. I've got about twenty-five thousand words. Okay. If I take a week off, which I've, which I've, I say I've booked it. I've not quite told the boss yet, but it's going to happen. Not next week. The week after. Um, I can, I can get, I can get another fifteen thousand written. That's 40,000. That's half a book. So you might need two weeks then. Well, I'm not taking two weeks. That would be ridiculous. But here's the thing. If I don't work, I don't get paid. But mm-hmm. I'm having a week off. But um, I'm going to work... I'm going to work all Christmas. For Christmas Day and Boxing Day, I'm having off. Um, we might be doing... I've put a bid in to do the New Year's Eve show. Sunday. It's on a Sunday. So I might be doing that. But yeah, a week off to uh, write a book... I'm going to book a little cottage from Wales. It's my plan. And I'm going to go and do that. And I'm going to switch my telephone off, switch Twitter off, switch my computer... Well, switch my computer on, but switch the Wi-Fi off. In fact, I could choose somewhere that doesn't have Well, I thought Wi-Fi. that would be the sensible thing to do. That would be good, wouldn't it? Because if your phone works, there ain't no work getting yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I'd look into it. Um, good evening, Chuck. Uh, hey, Chuck, how's it going, man? Not so good. What's wrong, buddy? Uh, I'm in prison. What? Blimey! Uh, yeah, penitentiary. What? What happened? Well, uh, if you don't remember, I was uh, creepy crawling inside the White House. Ah, you were. Yes, that's it. You broke into the White House. Yes. Yeah. Do you have um, maybe got fifty thousand dollars you could borrow me? Sorry. Do you mind I have uh, $50,000 I could borrow? Um, why do you need $50,000? That's what my bond, bail bond, uh, to get me out. Um, no, I don't, um, I, I don't have that amount of money, no. Mm, I quite, I'd quite like to leave here, uh, John Wayne. Okay, well, um, okay, well, shall I, listen, shall I phone up the prison... And we can have a word with them and see if we can get you out. Because I, I haven't got $50,000. Um, but you've got quite a few thousand Twitter followers. Are you in um, the United States Penitentiary Administrative Maximum Facility? Um, the one in Colorado? Uh, Colorado, Oklahoma. Yep, 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 yep. You're in that one. All right. Let's, um... Yeah. Listen, give... Listen, just speak to them. Speak to them. Beg for mercy. Let's see what happens, Chuck. I think you might be okay. There must be some mistake. Hello. You've reached the United States Penitentiary, ADX, in Florence, Colorado. This called in reference to an inmate. Dial zero or stay on the line. You know your bar's right. extension. You may dial him at any time. Thank you. Hello. 
please hold for assistance. Nah, nah snap, they get me in even no trouble. No, they'll be fine, they'll be fine. Nah. Yeah, I don't think anyone's picking up. Uh, <laughs> See, listen, you've got to. You may be in the gutter, but you're looking up at the stars. Somebody said that I'm their boyfriend the other day. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Romantic. Yeah. Romantic. No, there was no romance in it, but let me tell you. Okay. Well, how long do they say you're going to be in there for? Fifty years, actually. What? Blimey! Yeah. Apparently, uh, I've done some uh, espionage. Some what? Espionage, apparently. Okay. Well, listen, they don't seem to be answering, Chuck, so um, I'm, uh, I'm guessing you're probably just going to have to stay in there, mate. Could you not uh, maybe better pass along the little file inside the cake? I can't do that, I'm afraid, Chuck. That would be against more than my job's worth. I'm tired of getting bummed in the show. Okay, yeah, there, right, there, there we go. go. There we go. There we go. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'd like to go to prison, but um, knowing that you were going to be released um, after like a week, that'd be that'd be some kind of an experience. Hey, we never it? watched that programme, did we, that was about uh, people going in prison to see what it was like? We watched some, didn't we? No, the American one. Yeah, we watched some of it, didn't we? I never. I think I watched some of it. It wasn't that good. Mm. We stopped watching um, the Japanese programme Terraced House because it was boring. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Um, so we're back to watching The Family from 1974, where everything is happening. Yeah. Um, that pa- the parents, right? They look like 50, 60-year-old people. They're, they're younger, younger than, us. than us. They're in their, they're in their mid to late 30s. That's outrageous. But this is the thing. I remember my grandparents looking really old when I was a kid. But looking back, they were only about 56, 57. Right? They're, t- they're 10, 12 years older than me now. Yeah. But they... You know, Grandad was sat in a corner with with a with a light ale and with a cloth cap on, and he looked like an old man, looked like yeah. a seventy year old. Now it's in, it's weird how th- th- people. I don't know. We're all going to die, you know that, don't you? Yeah, that's, but we'll look better than they do. With beautiful corpses, that's what we want. Um, we're all going to die at some point. That's a, that's a real thought, though, isn't it? Mm. That we are all going to die at some point. Yeah. Right. But hopefully you'll be dead old. So th- yeah, this is it. This is the best you can hope for, is to be old, yeah. right, but still with your brain and your bladder intact. Well, That's it. I'd Th- prefer brain out of the two. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would, actually. I'm hoping I'll get to be like my gran, who's in her 90s. No. And she's just like, oh, when I, when I go, I go. She's not that bothered anymore, because all her friends have gone. It's like being the last one at a party. Um... Oh, I, well, this, yeah, you, you're going to... She's, you know... All she's getting fiddle. old is, right, is just watching everyone you know die. That's it. Everyone you know is going to die, and you'll be, uh, at some point, you'll be immune to the pain of another friend dying because you've watched them all die already. That's that's what we've got to look forward to. Well, no, the other bonus is you can say what you want, and it's just, oh, ignore granddad. There's no bonus, but I, I can say what I want now. I say what I want now. There's no, there is no bonus. Literally, the best thing you can hope for, right, is that you get old and watch all of your friends die. All right. What about grandchildren? 
What about it? Well, that'd be fun. Well, yeah, yeah, it'd be all right. You could do what you want and send them back to parents. Yeah, yeah, but that, but that's like a brief pleasure. That, but, but, yeah, you'll have that. But literally, the best you can hope for is, is at the end of your life is being old, drinking gin all day. I don't drink. Can't drink. Well, can't drink. Uh, there is nothing to look forward to. Honestly, it, life is a miserable... Here's something for you listeners. Life is a miserable car journey. And then when you get to the destination, that's shit as well. That's life. <laughs> oh, my God, Ian. That is life. That is it. That's all we've got. That's all we've got. <laughs> such a miserable song. Horrible, horrific... Jer- car journey where you feel s- travel sick the whole journey then when you get to the end you're dead that's life guys think of all the people that have died and you, you don't exist anymore frank sinatra he's dead what was the point of his life he had a good time what was the point of his life what was what? he's dead now where is he he's dead where's frank sinatra oh he's dead so what was the point of him there wasn't he's gone what yeah, he's dead. That's yeah, it. But he had a really good time. He didn't just sit there moaning, waiting for the end to he's come. Got, but he's dead. He's dead. He had a good time. He had a load of money. He's dead. Yeah. So what was the point of it? The good time. The, but that's gone. That good, good time's gone. It doesn't exist. <laughs> the good time doesn't exist. It happened. Well, but, it, but he doesn't remember. He's dead. There's no point in any of this. So I'm not even doing a thing. There is no point in any of this, soon, one day soon, and when I say soon, it could be like 20 years, it could be 40 years, but in the, in terms of the universe, that is a, the blinking of an eye. One day soon, this moment, this moment's gone already. It's gone. History. Me no, I'm going to claw it back. No, no, you can't. Claw it me back. saying Me saying this moment is gone. It's gone. That's history. You said it again. It's past. No, it's different. Here we go. Yes, Ken! Don't end up in hell. Ken, Ian. you're a nasty piece of work. You're not on the air. No one can hear you spreading your bile and your poison. You are an extremist and you do a great disservice to the wonderful faith of Christianity. No night, Ken. And that conversation with Ken is gone. That's in the past. I get the feeling it'll be coming back. No, but that that's in the past. It's gone. So what is now? What is now? Here we go. Now. We're getting somewhere. No, but that's not. But now. It's gone. But now. You keep saying now, it's gone. And hopefully that bit when you keep saying now will go sooner rather than later. Because it's annoying. There is... <laughs> You're such a kid. The bit, do you remember when we couldn't get the phones to work at the start of the yeah, show? Yeah, I do. That's gone. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. So what was the point of it? There was no point to it. There is no point to this conversation. Here's the point of that yeah. happening this uh, earlier on. Yeah. Now you know where the buttons are. It's pointless. It means nothing. This silence. That silence is gone and it didn't mean anything. And this is why I couldn't get out of bed to, uh, this today. I was lying in bed for ages. I took two pills to knock me out. I went to sleep through the day because I just couldn't face it. But could not get out of bed because I'm thinking, God, none of this is um, none of this is is important. Even the important stuff, right? Like our kids. Well, they won't exist in a cosmic blink of the eye. They'll be gone. None of it's important. Jesus, what are we going to do? I had a great dream last night or this afternoon. That um, 
uh, I was going to uh, interview Gary Glitter. He'd been released from prison, and I was going to interview him, and he had a brilliant, um, like an ice cream factory in his living room. Yeah, no, it was great. It was really good ice creams there. Incredible ice creams. Um, and I was doing this interview, and I was doing a clever interview, where I was, the first half of the interview was all about his music. And um, we were singing, my, one of my favourite Gary Glitter songs is When I'm On, I'm On, When I'm On. Great song. Um, and then I was going to do the hard-hitting stuff about his hor- horrendous sexual crimes. Why? Save that for a second, so if he walks yeah. out, you've still got something. But he disappeared. I couldn't find him. I was going, when's he going to come back? I've got to do the hard-hitting bit, otherwise all I've got is the froth. Oh. And that was the hu- the best part of my day, was having a dream about a blooming paedophile, rock star paedophile. It was the best part of my day. None of this is it means anything. On that bombshell... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. No rules, nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> all right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. You can Skype late night alternative. Good evening, Kyle. Good evening, boss. You're all right. I'm, I'm a little bit windy pops, but I'm fine. Yeah, what you got for us? Oh, well, I, I don't want to uh, bring, bring your program down, but uh, it can't be I, down I, any more than it has been in the last ten minutes. Well, I was. Well, it, we'll see about it, that. It, it, it ties in with that, actually. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, and I, I realise what you were saying, Catherine, about, you know, your, your, your grandma or whatever. But, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'm, I've done everything, more or less, I want to do in life. I'm fairly all right. And, I'd, you know, my me, me grandma was quite ill in the end, and in 95, and, you know, and, and in a care realm. And I, I don't want to do up like that. So whether it's 70 or whether it's a week tomorrow, don't, don't bother me. But, Sorry. But, but what's but, the point of it? Well, that's it, because there, there isn't, because yeah. you just, you know, it's not to say you live a hedonistic lifestyle, but, you, you know, not you, but I mean, you know, any, any of us, but you think, well, what's the point of it? We could, all, we could all be dead next week. Yeah, we could be, and we might be, and you might, I might die tonight, I might die on the way, I might die during this, I, I might die on the way home, and, and then and then where will we, will we be? So why not squeeze all the pleasure out of the allotted oh, time? God, there is no pleasure in this allotted time. It is all, without a shadow of a doubt, miserable. You get married, the marriage falls apart, you do a job, you get the sack, you never have enough money. Everything is miserable. But then there's music, and there's art, and there's fun and there's laughter with your friends come on i haven't got any friends i've got many i've got many i've got you but i've got many i don't i'm singing this today sat in my crappy bed thinking i'm gonna oh, well, phone somewhere i went to the pictures today get, get this carl mm-hmm. to try and take away the monotony of existing on this planet right and the the tedium of um, breathing in and breathing out right i went to the cinema on my own I went to the cinema on my own, right, to see a terrible film in 3D. And so sparse, so empty was my day that I got to the cinema an hour early and I bought the ticket. And I'm there an hour early thinking, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. So I went and sat in Costa and had a, a horrible cup of coffee and just sat, just sat like an old, this is what, this is it. I sat there like an old man drinking a cup of coffee I didn't want, w- wishing 
the time away so it would be a little bit closer to four o'clock so I could go and watch Geostorm. That is what my life has become. Miserable. The strange thing is, I know it's not because, you know, my situation, like I I finished work last uh, this year. So, but it's it's like that, you know, I I don't have that many friends now to speak of. I don't have any family or whatever. But, you know, I've got to the point, I've got a subway and just like, Having a sandwich to kill half an hour and then walk up. And That's it. Feet of curry. That's it. That's you, you. You went to kill half an hour. I went to the cinema to kill two hours so that I so that I would have two less hours where I'm aware of just how miserable life is. That's what I went for, and I went to see this awful film about the satellites to, um, trying to um, blow the world up. I see. You admit it was crap. I was terrible. Of course, it was terrible. It's got that bloke out of um, London Has Fallen, whatever it is. Gerard Butler, you told me you like. I do like Gerard Butler, actually. But I can't work out why he talks out the side of his mouth. Because he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's a tough guy. Tough guy. I I, I didn't mean to be depressing, sorry, Ian. I was just, you know. You've not depressed me, Carl. I've been depressed for the whole day. But people people say to you, it's really weird, because people think, just because, you know, you don't care whether... You're about here next week or in 50 years' time. People think, oh, are you suicidal? And it's like, well, no, not really. I'm just a bit. And also, sorry, the other thing that and uh, triggered in my mind to ring as well, yeah. what you said, Catherine, is like, because my gran at the end, like, everyone, everyone had died because she was 95 and she was and she worked in the mills all her life and she was like, well, they're all dead. I don't, I don't really have anyone now apart from you coming to see me once a week. Yeah. So she was quite happy to, you know. But you cheered her right up, though, didn't you? Well, she had her first brightened when she saw me and our kid, but, yeah, but you know. It was... There you go. But life oh. for most people is filled up with watching, I don't even know what they show now, watching Monk. Um, <laughs> oh, my grand used to love Monk. Yeah, exactly, because it killed 45 minutes. <laughs> Not because it was great drama. <laughs> Monk killed 45 minutes. Monk. Everything is killing time. That's all it is, Kyle. This show, Kyle, is killing time. It's killing time for me because it's three hours a night when I don't have to uh, um, it, it, it feel the um, incredibly torturous pain of existence. It's three hours a night for some listeners. It's 15 minutes for some. It's, it's an hour and a half. It's a way of taking themselves out of themselves to numb the, uh, uh, the, 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 the pain of being alive. It is to quote the song, uh, things like Monk and this show and Murder, She Wrote, are Novocaine for the soul. That's all they are, just to make us forget that we are spinning around on a tiny little bit of insignificant rock in the middle of nowhere in the universe, and none of this is worth a hill of beans. It's all pointless. And this, this moment now, Kyle, that you're feeling, this moment that you're feeling, Catherine, this moment that you're feeling at home now, this moment is as good as it gets. This is the best we can get. You might have the odd high of, like, taking a drug or of a set of an orgasm or little peaks, little peaks, but this is as good as it gets. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is what we've signed up for. This is the movie. This is the ride. This is the game. It's this. And this is the best bit of it. Imagine that, Kyle. This bit now is the best bit of it. Sweet Lord! Well, I think, well, I think we said in the previous call, didn't we? If you, if you look at the entire planet that you're on there, the, the, the sort of the entire span of whatever, 
we're like the tiniest microscopic little dot, aren't we? We really? don't mean anything. So aren't we lucky? No! Aren't we lucky we made it? Jesus, no, the we are not! The fact of your not. existence is a miracle. We are cursed. We are cursed. We are freaks of nature, and we are cursed, and within a blink of an eye, Kyle, you're gonna be dead. And here's another fun bit, right? You know, dying, it might, it's, the odds are, it's gonna be really, really painful, and miserable, and drawn out. No one dies in their sleep. No one goes to bed one night and then dies while they're asleep. No one dies quickly and suddenly. You Nearly every death is drawn out and is painful and is torturous and is miserable. And it's miserable for the person that is dying. And it's miserable for all those people that are watching and they're wishing you dead. Well, listen, I had a two-day labour. I think I can handle it. Well... If you're, if you're lucky, my dad dying took months, months, Kyle, of agony. Imagine that. Months of agony. See, the, the only thing, I, I, I can't even believe I've thought about this in this discussion, but I actually, because somebody was like, do you not want to live for, you know, and obviously like I said, you know, I don't have kids or whatever, but you just sort of think, well, you know, if i got some, oh, this sounds really depressing, but if i got if I, if I got something, if it's incurable, you know, just morphine me up or whatever, and, I'll just, and, and then in my mind, I would go in my sleep, and it's like, well, I don't have to... You know, I don't want to be in agony or whatever. It's like that. Gone. Who's this Humphrey idiot? And why is he tweeting you when he follows me and not tweeting me? I don't know. Maybe he's frightened. Tell Ian that in life, the destination is the journey. Wise, profound words or just rubbish, depending on your point of view. Humphrey, who the hell are you, Kaleidoscope N.A.? There's more. There's a whole series on. Uh, Oh, let's go to this idiot's feed and then I'm going to report him to Twitter. Can you report someone for being a knob? I wonder if that's possible. For being helpful. Oh, he's from North 8, from Muswell Hill. Okay, I used to live there. Um... Uh, can you do something to cheer him up, please? He's gone morbid. Life is not like a rubbish car journey followed by death, or is it? Yeah. Um, bit sad that the best part of Ian's day was having a dream about a pedo, spelt incorrectly. Hope uh, tomorrow is better. I'm sorry to hear that Ian is bored of breathing in and out. Breathing in and out can be tiresome, as you have to... Humphrey, why are you tweeting her? You absolute prune. For goodness sakes, you muppet. Tweet me. Grow a pair of balls and tweet me, Humphrey. Kaleidoscope N8 lives in Crouch End. Then go off to Banners. Go to Banners in Crouch End and go and have one of their delicious jerk chicken meals. I love Banners. It's a really nice restaurant, actually. Thanks, Carl. Cheers. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word! The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, let's go to Tom. Good evening, Tom. Hi there. How are you? You don't sound too good. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. What you got for us? Um. Just wondering, is this the show where you were talking about life's been rubbish? Um, what do you mean, is this the show? Were you earlier talking about life's been rubbish? Yes, I was, Tom. Right, OK. You sound different through my phone, that's all. Ah, I yes, we put a special filter on this. Oh, God, no, you've <laughs> not spoken to those monkeys. <laughs> I was thinking the only <laughs> thing, that I do agree with what you're saying, but yeah. the only thing I can think, the one little glimpse of happiness is that... Have you heard of the butterfly effect? What, the film? No, the... Ashton Kutcher? No, not the film. I'm too young for that, to be honest with you, I think. Uh, Well, mate, Uh, there's... I don't know if you've heard of the thing called a VCR. You can get it on video now. uh, I don't think we have VCRs anymore. Okay. Uh, But anyway... I think it's on Netflix. Yes. But every small thing that anyone does uh, has, like, a big 
butterfly effect they call it where no, it sort of they don't. amplifies they, over time they don't they don't they don't no they don't they don't call it a big butterfly effect <laughs> but you're trying um, to explain something to me that i understand better than you do right so can, can you explain it to everyone then and yeah then, that okay. every the the well the the theory is that if a butterfly flaps its wings in the amazon then there will be a hurricane in australia I don't think that that's strictly true. I think that's what uh, the butterfly effect is. That's what it is. That's, that's not what it is. It was yeah, originally no. thought of with weather, because when they started mapping weather out, mate, they found that it's mate, one tiny... That's what the butter... I've, I've literally just explained to you what the butterfly effect is. OK. Um, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say to you... Is that say if we do one thing nice for listen to this? Listen, uh, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm exactly right. Okay, okay. Here we go. The term was coined by Edward Lorentz, right, and is derived from the metaphorical example of a tornado being influenced by minor perturbations, perturbations, yeah, such as the flapping of the wings of a distant butterfly several weeks earlier. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to get onto the meaning of life here, mate. No. Well, you brought up the butterfly effect, yeah, and then okay. you totally mis-explained it. So don't criticise me for for correcting you. I'm, I'm trying to say that if we do like small niceties for people, I know what the butterfly effect is better than <laughs> you. I'm just trying to say that. Do you not think that there could be some small meaning to our lives? No. Like okay. what? Go on. Like what? I don't know, just helping that old lady across the road Sweet or doing something. God, so you want to patronise um, elderly people? No. <laughs> he just wants to move them along. So you're and, saying uh, the best thing we can look forward to is crossing the road with a woman in her 80s on our arm? I honestly think it is. Because, to be honest with you, I'm stuck in uni work Shoot here at the now. minute, mate, and I can't... I can't feel any glimpse of happiness. But... Shoot me. Seriously, if that's, if that's the best thing we've got to look forward to, <laughs> then honestly, I'm going to jump in front of a bus on the way home. What's the point? What's the point of that? I know, but then, then the bus driver would feel bad, and you've heard of the butterfly effect, haven't you? I have, yes. I don't know if you have, <laughs> Thomas. Why are you, uh, why are you studying? It's been well explained to me by, uh, what? by a very intelligent man Good. recently. What are you studying? I'm studying law. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh man! What and what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I don't know. No, you don't. Just not boring. Yeah. Boom! There you go. That, that's it. But that's anyway, I've got to crack on, guys. But thank so, you. Thank you. Wait, uh, you're bailing out of this conversation, but I'm I'm, I'm getting interest. It's, it's just got, getting interesting. Got here, Tom. Work criminal to law stuff to be doing. Yeah, but what do you want to be doing? So you're, you're training to be a lawyer, are you? Or a lawyer? Yeah, so right. I just... Uh, went what did, what did, f- did five-year-old you want to do? What did little Tommy want to do? Oh, I don't know. Did you, did you want to be a footballer? Did you want to be an astronaut? Did you want to be a train driver? Did you want to uh, be a game designer? Uh, I probably wanted to be a pilot because I used to follow the red arrows around with my dad because he used to do a lot of the security work for them. Here's, here's what you need to do now. Right. Is get out of that whatever room you're in, if you're in halls, if you're in a, uh, lodgings, if you're in digs, whatever. 
Yeah. Get out. Get out and walk and walk and walk. Walk in a direction that you think there is an airport. Get to that airport. Go and be <laughs> near aeroplanes, Tom. Go and look at aeroplanes. Go and rekindle that passion, that love for those m- magnificent machines that defy gravity and logic. Go and fall in love with aeroplanes again. And then tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, Phone up a pilot academy and present yourself and say, I was studying law, but I've never wanted to be a lawyer. It's just through a series of random events that I have found myself studying law. I want to fly aeroplanes. I ain't got the eyes for it. Tom, you can do it. (laughs) Thanks for your call, Tom. Thank you. Alternatively, he could make a fortune as a lawyer and buy himself a plane. No, he doesn't want to be a lawyer. Of course, no one wants to be... What five-year-old goes, I want to be a lawyer? None. No one wants to be a lawyer. Lawyers don't want to be lawyers. You know, um, uh, uh, one of the professions that has the highest amount, uh, the highest percentage of um, excessive use of cocaine is law. Is law. Because none of them are happy. None of them are having fun. A lot of them are having to defend murderers, paedophiles, thieves... A lot of them are having to do stuff that goes against their moral code because that's their job. No one wants to be a lawyer. What did you want to do as a five-year-old? As a five-year-old, I wanted to be an actor. Do you know what? I'm I'm tempted to jack all this in and go off and retrain to be an actor and have a go at that. I didn't want to be a radio presenter. No one wants to be a radio presenter. Through a series of events... And mishaps and good luck and bad luck and all kinds of... Th- and me keeping my mouth shut when I should have opened it and me opening it when I should have kept it shut. I find myself here. It's not what I wanted to do. I want to be an actor. I want to be in movies. I want to be in plays. I want to be on the West End. I want to be in Broadway. That's what I want to do. I don't want to do this rubbish. Talking to these cretins. It's not what I want to do. Good evening, Paul. Oh, hi, you're here, right, Kath. Hiya. Do you remember last week you was talking about the Spanish woman that was pretending she was blind? Yes. Yeah, well, about 20 years ago, I worked on a building site over in Chiswick, and this bloke used to come along the road with a white stick and dark glasses, okay? And he was tearing along really, really fast and never ever bumped into anything. And I said to my mate I was working with, that bloke ain't blind. And he went, yeah, he is, yeah, he is. And I said, no, he ain't, no, he ain't. So every morning, quarter past ten, he came along, flying along the pavement. I said to my mate, keep watching him. So we watched him for a couple of days, and he was just dodging everything. And over the weekend, the water board came, and they dug a big hole in the pavement, right? So I said to my mate, watch him. As he gets closer to that hole, he will start away from it. So we watched him, and my mate said, no, you've got to stop him, you've got to stop him, he's going to fall down the hole. I said, no, 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 he won't. So we was watching him from the scaffolding, and he was going... You just dropped an F-bomb there, didn't he? I think Sorry, he might have... I do apologise. Right, so you've got to tell that punchline again, but without the F-word. <laughs> As he got about a foot away from... This ain't a punchline, this is a true story. About a foot away yes. from the hole, my mate said, he's going to fall, he's going to fall. I said, he won't, he won't. And he got to the hole, and he fell in the hole. Thank you very much indeed, Paul. I mean... Why did, where did that F-bomb come from? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty funny... 
uh, conclusion to a story that was going on. Um, so, good evening, James. There you go. Hi, Ian. Uh, it's uh, James Hooper. I spoke to you yesterday on your live. Your Facebook live. Oh, last last night, this morning, last night. Yes, like this morning, last night. Were you the one yeah. telling me about your dad? Yes. Oh, I oh. I have him here. How is it? Oh, now, for those, because I did a little Facebook Live about half past two, three o'clock this morning, because I couldn't sleep. Um, t- for those who weren't there, it was a small audience. What? T- tell me the story of your dad. Or does he want to okay. tell me? Uh, I don't think he'll be able to Okay, so about six, seven years ago, he suffered a major stroke. Yeah. And was in hospital for about 12 months, uh, lost half his body and most of his speech. Uh-oh. And um, his only familiar voice he could really recognise to was yours. Because we, we spent about a decade together listening to your old podcast from over the years. Wow. And so uh, every few days when I used to go up to see him in hospital, oh. he used to just say the word podcast. He couldn't <laughs> say podcast. Oh, bless him. And uh, every time I knew that was exactly it, to go and get some Ian Lee podcasts because it gave him a familiar voice to listen um, to when we were there. What's, what's your dad's name, James? He's here. What's his name? Uh, Nicholas Hooper. Hello, Nicholas Hooper. How are you doing, buddy? Thank you very much indeed. And I love your input as well. Thank you. Now, Nicholas, are yes. you are you saying, and this is important, are you saying that I saved your life? Yes. Right. Does that mean... <laughs> no, focus. Does that mean that you now basically... Owe me your life. Um, um think possibly about not. Oh, flipping it, Nicholas! But no, no. My <laughs> daughter and son are the treasure of okay. life as well. Okay, well, in that case, I'll let and you off. Thank you as well. How are you doing now, though, man? Because this was a few years ago. How are you feeling now? Um, uh, lovely. Um, going well. I, I'm pleased as punch as well he's, thank you he's making the most out of life well your speech is excellent because i was i was wa- wondering if i'd be able to understand you do you have that thing nicholas where um you know what you want to say but you can't quite think of the words yes yeah he's, not, exactly. he's nodding his head like a child on christmas <laughs> <laughs> isn't that isn't it funny what the brain does and what the brain sometimes refuses yeah. to do it's a it's a weird machine exactly. Yeah, it's it's life now. Yeah, it, 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 it's ah oh, no, sorry, sorry. Right. <laughs> you got nothing to apologise for, actually, mate. He's actually overwhelmed. Bless him. He's actually overwhelmed. Nicholas, uh, honestly, you, James messaged me last mu- night, and um, I, I was uh, I was touched. I was really touched and really humbled, uh, Nicholas. And and um, it's it's good to hear that you're doing so well, mate. So well done. Oh, lovely to see you, and I love your. Uh, show as well, darling. Are Thank you, you. Are you calling me, darling, or are you calling Catherine, darling? I don't know. I'm, ha- I'm, <laughs> I'm happy either way, sweetheart. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't I mind. Don't 
I love your input as well, darling, and I, I love your program as well. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Lee. You're a good, Thanks. you're a good lad, Nicholas, and, and you got you got a good boy there with James as well. So thank, thanks yeah, both of you. Yeah, lovely fella. As I've, always, well. I've always wanted to do this and call up, and I thought last night I'd just have a good opportunity to do it. Oh, James, listen, man, that's a really sweet thing for you to share. It negates a lot of what I've just said in the last forty minutes. Um, you and Nicholas, you call yeah. in any time you want, okay? Fantastic. Thank you very much, Ian. Nice Take one, care. chaps. Take care. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. What Aww. a nice bloke. What a nice bloke. What, what, uh, there, there we go. There's something. Um, what a remarkable uh, comeback from the brink. Um, well, that's nice, isn't it? Imagine, imagine uh, that, that we should, they should prescribe these podcasts on the NHS. That's what they need to do. P- prescribe this on the NHS and then we'll be It makes away. people come round if only to turn it off. <laughs> Yes, Barry. Hi, Ian. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got a, a lovely call there. Yep. Enjoyed that. Yep. Uh, Ian, there, there's a note for all uh, for, for all of us. Uh, that, you know, they're in the twilight of our life. Can I just say that um, having retired in 2008, I've enjoyed every second of my retirement. Hopefully, they'll be a little bit longer. I get up every morning feeling happy. I go to bed feeling happy. Enjoy listening to the show. So many things to do, and you don't have to sell your labour anymore to the machine. So after 50 years of that, it's absolutely blissful. Yeah, but we're never going to be able to retire. Sorry? Our generation is never going to be able to retire. That's the problem. No, I do understand that, Catherine. And, uh, you know, obviously that's, uh, the, the, those political things need to happen to make that different. Mm. But uh, for those that have been fortunate enough, um, and I count myself, to, probably the gene pool's been good, but every single day is a good day. I understand a lot of this life is about suffering, and I understand that the, the end is going to come. But as long as you work with a positive mind and you keep happiness at the forefront... What a load of cobblers. Absolute cobblers. Well, that's the way it is, Ian, and... Uh, yeah, that's the know, way it is for you, but I, I think most people are sat there thinking, what a load of old rubbish. Well, and you know, it's giving, it's giving hope to people because... No, it's, it's not. Uh, it's, it's not. It's giving false hope to people because what you're talking is nonsense. It's a lovely life, Ian. And, no, it's uh, not. You know, it's not. It might be for you and that's great, but for most people it ain't. Because you know what? They're going to die and they're going to die slowly and they're going to die painfully. So stop well, pretending yeah, course, it's all yeah, roses, Barry. It's not. It sucks. I just think, Ian, that you just need to cheer yourself up, mate. What does that uh, even mean? That doesn't mean anything. Enjoy what's out there. You're just speaking. You might get speaking in platitudes. You know, I've got I've got two lovely grandchildren. And Thanks it's for calling, Barry. It's a load of old rubbish. <laughs> just unpicked on James's and Nicholas's work. Just, just, just got to cheer yourself up. All right then, I'll do that. Shall I? What's a load of old cobblers from Barry? Talk Radio. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with our friends at Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. You're listening on DAB, maybe on your mobile or online at talkradio.co.uk. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Do you know what it's like to fall on the floor? Cry your guts out till you got no more. Hey man, now you're really living. Have you ever made love to a beautiful girl? Made you feel like it's not such a bad world. Hey, hey 
care too much About someone that you're never gonna get to touch Hey man, now you're really living Have you ever sat down on the fresh cut grass And thought about the moment and when it will pass die you look back at all the um the the bits where you messed up the bits where people were good to you the bits where people were bad to you the times when you laughed and the times when you cried you know the negative more of the negative more of the negative than the it's not the way i see things Nate. well you it's because you're um you're naive okay well i'll stay that way yeah exactly this is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Such time to change to find out more. For the first time this evening, we have uh, no calls either on the switchboard um, or on Skype. 0344 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we call you back. It costs you pennies, probably free, and we call you back anyway. Or you can Skype us from anywhere in the world by um, Skyping Late Night Alternative. Now, I've got Skype on my phone, but I don't really understand how it works on my phone, so I never activate it. I only activate it when I want to test... Um, uh, when I want to test it on my computer. That's the only time I ever activate it, because I don't, I don't get how it works on a phone. But it does, guys. It works on a phone. These, these things. These things we know. What have I written down? Um, uh, uh, what have I written down here? Here. Oh, we go. John Lennon's killer boasted that he has been forgiven by Jesus for assassinating the former Beatle. Oh, that's all right then. That's okay then. Fine. As long as Jesus has uh, forgiven him, then um, then that's fine. That's great. Good. 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 Mark Just checking, but Mark... John's still dead, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Chapman wrote a letter from jail to an American pen pal in which he said he had committed a heinous crime. We know he, he, he gunned down a man from about, well, less than a foot away. But he told the man known only as Michael that Jesus is a real living person. <clears throat> I have come to know Jesus is everything. <laughs> I have found this through the many long years here at Attica. 
Attica, the New York State prison where he was previously held. He chose to die so that our sins, even mine, could be forgiven. Twelve years ago, okay, so this is from the 90s, I shot and killed the rock superstar John Lennon, formerly of the Beatles. Let me say here that it was a horrible occurrence. I have never forgotten it. Neither have we, Mark. His um, cousin came to uh, my college for a semester, Casey, Casey Chapman. Mm Mm-hmm. And he seemed, um, at the time, this is how I remember it, anyone else who's there with me, I remember him being quite proud of the fact. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. God. And he knew him. He knew, he knew um, Casey Chapman knew Mark Chapman. He, you know, he said he was, he'd been to family events with him and stuff. It's a strange old world. The letter, written in 1992, came to light when it was sold to an anonymous US bidder for £265 by Eric Holler. <clears throat> whose website, find this website for me, please, Serial Killers, Inc., specialises in selling personal effects of the most notorious criminals. What a great way to earn money, Mr Holler. How how proud must you be? Daddy, Daddy, what did you uh. do today? Well, today I sold uh, a letter by the guy that killed John Lennon for £265. Here's what the, um, here's what the bit on Google says before yes. you get to uh, the yes. actual thing. The premier murderabilia and true crimes collectibles website. Murderabilia. Murderabilia. Get this fella on the show, um, either tonight or tomorrow. I want to know what the hell he thinks he's doing. How, that, how he thinks... Here's the thing. He'll come on, he'll be a perfectly nice bloke, and I'll struggle to, to call him out on it. But how... What the heck is he thinking? What's on there? What's for sale? Um, Let's have a look. What's he got? OK, so... Online store. Let's see. There we go. <clears throat> Here we go, guys. <clears throat> uh, looks like paintings by murderers. Yeah. Joseph Druce, personal 13-inch flat-screen TV, not working, $50. Wow. Joseph L. Druce, convicted murderer, killed John Geegan, former Roman Catholic priest who was convicted of sexually abusing children and who'd also been at the centre of the Catholic sexual abuse scandal. Okay. Gives you the full rundown. Okay. Uh, any, any, any murderers that we will have heard of? Any more um, Chapman memorabilia? Theodore Robert Bundy, I believe you Bundy. may have heard of. Ted Bundy, yeah. What's he got at Bundy's? Christmas card, letter and envelope, $2,500. That's a little bit Jeff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit Jeff. Good evening, W. Hello there. I just wanted to talk about it. I died 25 years ago and it wasn't such a bad thing. Well, I'm, I'm glad that um, you, you feel that way. What's been happening for you since you died? Well, Ian, I was going to come on and try and be funny, but I'm not funny. Permission to pull out, Lisa! Come, permission granted! There we go. I like that. He, he knew he wasn't working and he pulled out. I love it. Has he got any um, other, other Chapman? Uh, no, David Berkowitz, son of Sam. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have type letter and envelope plus religious tract signed in full, $200. Get this. Uh, product currently out of stock. Oh, wow. Get this guy on. Get Mr. Holler on. Let's find and out. Send him an email. Um... Uh, website Serial Killers Inc. specialises in selling personal effects of the most notorious criminals. The note also revealed that Chapman claimed to have written a book called The Prisoner's Letter. Holler, 47, said, We initially obtained the letter from a private citizen who was a pen pal of Chapman's. I have never been in touch with Chapman myself. It sold about an hour after it was listed on the website. I would love to obtain more Chapman items as they sell extremely well. Hmm, that's a fun... uh... What a fun, what a fun website that is, huh? Good evening, Mark. 
Hello, you all right? I'm good, thank you, Mark. What you got? Um, the, the thing about the guy resigning. Why? The, the, the uh, what is the defence minister? Why do you want to talk about it? Well, I, I can't understand why he's, why he's resigned. I can't understand why you want to talk about it. Because I've got nothing to do. I'm sitting on my own, and it's either look out the window and contemplate killing myself, but it's a bungalow, so I have to chuck myself out the window 27 times, or talk to you. But why, talk to me, but what, I mean, we listen, we can talk about that guy if you want, but yes. that's not what you want to talk about. Not really, no. no. Your soul is, your soul is screaming for help, isn't it? Yes, yes, actually, Ian, that's a, that is the truth. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know it is. Let, then let, let, let's address that. Forget, forget yeah. that other thing. You don't have, listen, this is the thing with this show, Mark. You don't have to phone in and do those usual phoning stuff. If you're, if you're, if your very existence is hanging on by your fingernails, then you can come on and talk about that. That's much more interesting. You know, I get to like you more and more every day. Yeah, well, I'm, don't worry. I'll, I'll pull the rug out from under your feet. Um, <laughs> what, what's uh, what's happened? Has anything happened today that's made you feel particularly lonely? Um, I had to go and see my lady today, my special lady. Is, it, what, is this a therapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't talk to her. And she's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I went to see an old lady that I know. She's she's getting on, and um, sat with her, and then someone else turned up, and then goes to the church and have a cup of tea. And it was just it should all should all have been a good day, but I um I don't know, just feeling a bit under the weather. Um, it sounds like a, a miserable day, if I'm honest, because I know that I haven't seen my I haven't seen the therapist for a while, but um, I know that after you've had a session with one of those people, um. Uh, particularly, if, you know, if you're being especially honest in that session, you can come yeah. out feeling rotten because you've talked about, I don't know, I mean, the stuff I talked about was a little bit of child abuse when I was a kid, about my, my terrible relationship with my dad, about um, guilt around my mum's illness, about low self-esteem. You know, that's the kind of stuff I was talking about. Do you know, do you know Ian, you, you actually are fascinating because I've been seeing this lady for a couple of months. Yeah. And even though psychologically she's spot on, and I'm like, wow, this is really cool, the actual depressive side of it has got worse and worse and worse. And then when I, I say to the doctor, oh, what do I do? And they just say, take an antidepressant. Oh, I don't want to take an antidepressant. And, but the, 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 the depression yeah. is actually getting worse. That could be. And listen, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a trained counsellor. So, you know, I, all I can do is speak from my experience. But yeah. uh, the way it was explained to me once was um, that therapy can make things worse for a bit. Because ah. y- you're, y- you know, you've got this, you've got this lovely back garden, right? And it's, it's all, it's all kind of nice and, but it's a bit, it's a bit plain and you want to, you want to make it into a beautiful back garden with flowers and with roses and maybe a pond over there. But to get, yes. but to get to that, you've got to go and dig up that plain lawn. You've got to go and dig everything up. So before it becomes all beautiful, it's going to become an absolute mess, and there's going to be mud everywhere and turf everywhere, and it's going to look like a bomb site. And then slowly, you can start to rebuild it. Once you've uncovered everything, you can start to rebuild it and make it look beautiful and wonderful and work perfectly. But if you know, if you're uncovering, st- I don't know what's happened to you, and I don't even want to know what's happened to you in your life. But if you're uncovering stuff that you haven't spoken about for years or is particularly painful, then yeah, it's going to make the depression a little bit worse to start with. Yeah, and I think I think the fact that I when I, I lost I lost the dog a year ago, so October was the, the first anniversary, and that has yeah. been incredibly difficult. The I first bet it real has. Grief in, yeah. the first real grief in my life, and being sober for six years, I got to the August bank holiday, mm. 
and having to stay sober, knowing that once upon a time I was an absolute nightmare to be around. Yeah, and 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 having to think of other people for once, and and um, finding. Uh, AA intimidating, so not not going to AA. Yeah, it is intimidating. And then, yeah. and, then sit, and sitting with someone and having to be really, really honest and know that being an alcoholic, you're a coward. You just want to hide from everything, and it's it's incredibly difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it's very difficult. It is very difficult. I haven't been to a meeting like that for, I think, about a year or something, you know, and I should probably go to some meetings because I've been really thinking, do you know what? And I, do you know what would sort out this, this, this nightmare that's gone in my life? If I just had a cheeky little beard, that would sort stuff out, but that's not going to... Oh, so you, are you on the wagon as well? Then? I'm on the wagon. I've been on the wagon for 13 years, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I also know that having a beer won't fix anything. No, no. Oh, I tell you what. Well done. I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that you was. Ah, uh... oh, well done. I, I got. I got to. Um, I, it was two thousand and four. I said I was going to knock it on the head. Yeah. But then occasionally I would. I would give in and have just like a pint or a bottle or a glass. Yeah. But for the last six years, I've been one hundred percent. And uh, and and losing losing opus that knocked the stuffing out of me, and I yeah. thought, oh, I, you know, I'm going to go back on it. But I, I stayed sober. So. Um... Where did you say your dog was called Opus? Opus, yes. Where, Opus, we were the first. Where did you, how did you come up with that? That's an unusual name for a dog. Where did you get that from? Uh, it was just, uh, just a boring story that I, I got, um, I saw a classical music thing, and I saw something like uh, Tchaikovsky's Opus in something, yeah. and I went, oh, an Opus, and I looked it up and it said it, it meant um, a piece of work. Yeah. So, so when I said the, um, uh, to a lady about their reputation for, for staff, is there a nasty piece of work? I said she'll be a lovely piece of work, and that's what she was. There you go. That's a, that's a wonderful story. That's not a boring story. That's a wonderful story. No. Uh, she was an incredible creature, and yeah. I, um, I, I, I miss her so much. But, but I, I, she, she got me sober. I, I used to, I used to, be, I used to be really bad on the on the DFs and all the you know um, description stuff yeah. and booze and. And, uh, and getting her, I, I got I got straight, I got sober, but um, it's it's hard work being sober. I didn't realise it is a constant, a constant. Have fight. you not? And I know, I, I, you know, with with a year past, I don't think it, this would be insensitive of me to to bring this no, up. And, no. and, and if and if it is, I apologise. But a year uh, no. over a year has passed. Have you have you thought about getting a, a, a dog now that a, over a year has, has has gone since you lost but, Opus? Yeah, a few weeks ago, I went to see a, a lady about a little puppy. It was an English bull terrier. Yeah. And I immediately thought, oh, I want it, but I, I'm, I'm having these, um, these HGV lessons at the moment. I've got to get my, I've got to get my HGV. Oh, blimey. Yeah, got to get working, and then once once I'm up and running, then I'm going to definitely get another one. Definitely. There you definitely go. Oh, that's all right. Well, that's well. Listen, that's you've just told me in that sentence two really exciting things you, you, that you've got coming up. An HGV yeah. license, flipping. Eh? I don't envy you doing yeah. that. That's I, I, I drive a Polo, and anything big. I, I keep thinking <laughs> I've got to get a bigger car because my boys are bigger. But anything yeah. over a Polo, like a saloon or anything, I feel terrible in it. So flipping HGV. So well done for that. So you've got an HGV to look forward to, HGV license, yep. and a, a puppy at some point when you're a bit more settled. That's 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 something to aim for, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know? I actually feel really relaxed now. Now that I know that you've um, you, you've been on the wagon for years. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things that I, I find really actually difficult to stand up and say to people, oh, yeah, I, I can't have a drink because I used to get a bit naughty. And it's it's one of those things you just don't want to admit to for some reason. But, um, yeah. you know, it's like 
come out the closet or something, isn't it? It is a little bit. I know, yeah, there is a little bit. I mean, for a long time I did that, oh, I can't drink because I'm on medication, or I can't drink because I'm driving, or I don't fancy it tonight. And then after about two years, I just started going, oh, I don't drink anymore. And I don't I don't go into details, you know, I just, it's kind of my business, but, um, yeah, I just don't drink, and that's fine. And that's that decision made, so it makes going out easy. Well, do you know you've you've really made me feel normal tonight? Normally, I feel like really oh, weird. I, I apologise. And... That's not my that's not my intention to make you feel normal, Mark. Because none of us are normal. Well, I, I feel normal now. All right. Well, listen. See, that was better than talking about some MP resigning, wasn't it? Yeah, bollocks to him, eh? Exactly. Nice one, Mark. Thank you very much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And, of course, with time to change, uh, Angel's Piano, who you remember we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, I guess. We found her on um, Periscope because one of our callers were, thought it was funny to be mean to her by um, doing the India thing, which I can't be bothered to explain. Um, and we thought, well, that's mean. No, it's not me mean. Let's go and let's go and have a look. And she was brilliant. She's really this, talented. This uh, young woman who plays piano and sings songs and um, and fascinating stories well from Argentina, I think, mm-hmm. and lives in New York and has got a kid and has got an old, really old, about thirty-five-year-old Mac behind her, married to a drummer, married to a drummer, and and plays and sings like nobody's business. Anyway, she's listening tonight. So, hello, angels. Thank you very much. You have to come on the show sometime again soon. Uh, I've also Jilly Bean, uh, the other pianist, has been in touch, and I need to sort her out to come on the show as well at some point i just don't forget this saturday it's the last rabbit hole of 2017 uh we're going out in style in wolverhampton at slater's seven o'clock till nine o'clock yeah they changed the venue but if you were due yep. to pick up your tickets from the old place yep. they'll be at the new one, and so if don't you've fret. got tickets that say the old place come to slater's you'll be very very welcome and as always afterwards uh you can get pictures with us and, and stuff and that's absolutely free Unless, of course, you want a picture of the sellotape, and that's a pound. And, a uh, new pound coin. New pound coin, No please. chances, thank no, you. None of that. 0344 499 Skype, late night alternative, all one word. Oh, here's a, oh, here's a story. This is an incredible story. Every now and then you get a story about um, people taking the wrong babies home from hospital. Baby swap. And it does... And I think it might... I got a feeling it happened more in the 60s and 70s than we were let on because babies all all used to be put into, like, one big room for the babies. And they weren't allowed to be with the mum. And so they'd all be... And you kind of... You've got to think there's a room full of 30 babies and babies all look the same. Well... No, they do, primarily. I could tell mine straight away. Oh, God, I couldn't. Really? No, not at all. They looked... I I couldn't tell. I honestly could not tell my my boys. Well, I had one that looked um, very much like a a miniature version of her father and another one that looked like a punk rocker, so... Two couples, given the wrong baby in a hospital mix-up, decided to raise each other's children when the blunder came to light years later. Also, they'd already... This This is fruity. This is very Jeff. The mothers had shared the same delivery suite and both gave birth to healthy baby boys in September 1983. But they failed to notice when nurses gave them the wrong child to take home. The truth did not come... I think they they might be Chinese, judging by these names. Here we go. 
It's in China, yeah. The truth did not come out until April 1987, so four years later, when relatives of mum Ji Guha saw a boy at nursery school who looked just like her husband, Cheng Cheng Fei. Speaking publicly about the mix-up for the first time yesterday, Ji said, when our son was a few years old, people started saying he didn't look like us. When I saw the other boy, I immediately said, this is my son. <gasps> Flipping heck. After realising they shared a delivery room at Suchang uh, People's Hospital in China's Zhejiang province, the families took their sons for tests to confirm the boys were switched. But they're four, you've already fallen in love with them. The parents then faced the heartbreaking decision of whether or not to swap the children back. Oh, God. Imagine Liz- that oh, case. listen to this then. Dad Cheng said, Personally... I wanted to have my own son back. It seemed right. But Protective G was not prepared to give up the child she had raised as her own for four years. This is the mo- This is going to make a great movie. Starring Tom Cruise. So she and the other couple, Li Ling Kwan and wife Luo Suhi, decided to keep each other's sons. The only... Co- it gets weirder and weirder. The only condition was the boys were to be given their biological father's surname followed by their foster dad's surname. This is nuts. And, hmm, I wonder if these young men are going to have problems uh, later on in life. Yeah, but what if they just swap them back? There's problems, aren't there? Why don't you want me anymore, Mummy? Li Hui was renamed Cheng Li Hui, while the other... Cheng Wenjian became Li Cheng Jiang. Despite the blunder, both families were awarded the equivalent of £114 in compensation. So that's all right then. China, isn't it? The sons now believe the error may have been a blessing in disguise. They had no siblings because of China's one-child-per-family policy at the time. Both became close to each other and their biological parents, so they turned into an extended family of six with two sets of parents. Li Ching, 34, said, These are things you only see in movies. I often wonder where I would be now if they had not mixed us up at birth. However, things recently took a turn for the worst when one of the boys killed both sets of parents. What? 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 No. 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 Shut up. (laughs) That is a nuts... That bit is not true, the, the killing of the parents. Yet. To be continued. That's nuts, isn't it? You couldn't, you couldn't give the baby back. You couldn't give the boy back, though, could you? Because by four, they know that you're the mum and dad. Wow! And then suddenly, there's another story, right, which I hadn't seen on this page. I'm just going to read this story, and then we're going to think about it for a few seconds before we we have any conversation about it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Because there is so much, there is so much wrong. It's it's five lines. There is so much contained in these five lines. So many unanswered questions. Doctors treating a man of 48 for stomach pains in Kolkata, as we call it now, India, found he had eaten 639 nails which were removed by magnets. Let's think about that over the break. 
Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. And did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. So why was he eating six hundred and thirty-nine nails? And how did you had an interesting theory on as to how they used a magnet to, to <laughs> extract the nails? Put it next to his bum. <laughs> but I may have watched too much Tom and Jerry. I'd have swapped the kids back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So difficult. To. Well, supposing um, um, one of the kids needed a new kidney or something, it'd be mighty. It'd have to be me, wouldn't it? Well, right. You'd know where to get one. Um, yeah, but I no, I'd swap them back. I'd swap them back. I'd swap them back. Um, but. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, if you think this is wrong, I'd swap them back, but I'd, I'd allow contact. You know, to still be like friendly with the other family. But that's my son. Yeah, that's my son. I'd like my son back, please. But you already love this other boy. Beautiful, fine. That's son. great. Yep, yep, that's great. But you can have your son. I'll have my one back, please. My one. Yeah, I'll have my son back. <laughs> you telling me? I'm just thinking from the perspective of right. the child. So how you've confusing got, that is. You've got. You've got. Um, Okay, so this is when they were four. So you got a five-year-old, right? And you and you. Find... I mean, this wouldn't happen to me because I knew what my babies looked okay, like. Okay, well, so you say, but maybe the confidence belied uh, uh, an arrogance that got you in trouble. So supposing someone else had little them. Yeah. Oh no, some, they could keep her. You got some. You got some. <laughs> you got some five-year-old. Right. And then you find out that she was yours. You'd want her back. You'd want her back. I don't know. Some days. God, didn't Anita Dobson look old? I mean, I, I mean, she, she probably, probably is. is. <laughs> but she looks like an uh, uh, Anita Dobson, sixty-eight. Look at that! Look at that! But she looks—I mean, she looks looks great. But look at that picture of Anita Dobson there. Where? Yeah, exactly. Where? Playing the guitar. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Look, <laughs> that's Brian. Oh, the one above it, you muppet! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't she look great? She, uh, she says, she's let her hair go white. She, yeah, she let her hair go white, had it all cut back. She looks fantastic. Good for I her. I seriously thought you were doing a joke. Because oh, I know they do look similar. No, they don't. Well, they do. That's nice, isn't it, when a couple looks the same? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give a there we go. Look, is it, um, uh, lots of people. We've had lots of wonderful American people tweeting me about the conversation last night with Reed Summers. And oh, look, they're calling me Lane. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. Even when they're replying to my Twitter feed where it's I A I N, they call me Lane. Is no one called Ian in America? I don't think so. Not. I, um, I don't think so. No, they're all called Lane. <laughs> this is the late night alternative, by the way, with me, Ian Lee. Her, Catherine Boyle, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Oh, this is a great great story. The Mirror's come up trumps today with some cracking stories. I quite like the Mirror. Yeah, it's a good paper. Here we go. A, doc- a Dalek operator on Doctor Who has been exterminated from his job. He's not been murdered. Oh, good. After hiding an offensive message inside the show's official magazine. This is great. Player. Nicholas Pegg has worked with the Time Lord's deadliest foe, the Daleks since the BBC series was rebooted in 2005. Under pen name The Watcher, 
He launched an extraordinary attack on BBC Worldwide, which distribu- distributes the sci-fi show, and Panini, who makes stickers. For reasons that are not entirely clear, Peg has included a coded message mm. in the current edition of Doctor Who magazine. The first letter of each sentence in his column spells out Panini and BBC Worldwide are C's. <laughs> what? <laughs> Peg headed his watcher column, the page that is not to be something to be... Sh- the, the, the page that is not something to be shuffled off onto some stray boffin. He had added a clue at the end which reads, if you look hard enough, there is always something hidden in plain sight. I always, and I did this as a kid and I still do it as an adult. You know, sometimes you read books and they'll have like, sometimes down the side, they'll have like big letters. Mm. And I always, always think, oh, that must be a code. And so I'll try and do the code and it isn't. It's just how they've done it. I disappointed. Why would they do it? Why would they do that? What's the point of doing big letters if it's not going to be a code? There was a great... In this film I saw, Geostorm today, there was a great code in it. Spoiler alert. Um, where, basically, um, uh, Gerald Butler has to say that the, he thinks the, the president is bent. No. Um, but he has to do it from space. But he doesn't want anyone to know that he's doing it because the, the communications are being monitored. So he do, does an elaborate code where basically the code is his dead dad's phone number. But so, like, imagine, right, my phone number is 07888362 right? So you'd write down that number, 07888362451, right? Yeah. And then what you do, so you get rid of the O, and that means that the seventh word in what I then, the seventh word in what I then say you'd write down, and then the eighth word after that. Don't do it because I'm not saying anything. Oh. Then the eighth word after that. Then the eighth word after that. Then the fifth word after that. It was a really, really bad film, actually. It was a really bad film. So was the other one better? No, this was point one better than the film you made us see in uh, in Hull. We went and saw Happy uh, Death, Day. Death Day, which was rubbish. And then I went and saw. I wanted to see this, and then I saw this today. So your film was four point eight. This one was a four point nine. A very it's not strong. A, lot in it. a very, very strong. and it stopped me um, thinking about how futile and pathetic uh, existence and life is for a total of two hours. Actually, not for all of those two hours, because for a significant period of building up to the film, I thought I'm going to be the only person in this cinema watching this movie. And then just as the the trailer started, someone else came in and sat in. So it was me and another bloke, and both of us. Our lives were so sad, were so pathetic, were so ruined by our own actions were so devoid of any love or, or nurturing from anybody around us that we the, the best we could do at four o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon was sit in a crappy cinema in Slough watching a crappy Gerald Butler film about a crappy storm and it was crappy. Did you sit next to each other and kiss? No, 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 no. Well, that's where you went wrong. No, none of that. Prime opportunity. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to um, give me a call. Um, where's the uh, ha ha? Here's the old ha ha. Um, oh, that's boring.
boring. Here we go. Men spend almost an entire year of their life in the bathroom, with one in ten admitting they waste time posing in front of mirror. Well, I don't waste time posing in front of mirror, but I do spend a lot of time in the bathroom because when you've got kids, that's kind of the only place you can get peace. But even then, it's not it's not particularly private. They no. come bursting in. If they know you're in there, then it becomes it's a matter of time. The typical male now spends two hours a week on their maintenance routine in the loo. Shampoo brand. I'm not going to say it. Carried out the study. A spokesman said, the assumption that it's the women of the health hogging the bathroom is clearly way off. Yeah, it's been way off for 20 years, you idiots. No one's, no one's thought that for 20 years. I mean, when did the term metrosexual come out? That was in the very late 90s. Yeah, David Beckham. Yeah, yeah, so that was 20 years ago. Probably mid-90s. So, yeah. So, no one's, no one's thought that for ages. And here's the thing, millennials. When I was growing up, right, if you were a bloke, um, you'd have... Um, deodorant, and you'd have brute aftershave, and you'd have um, shaving foam, right? That was it. That was it. Let's go back to my granddad's day. Yep. No deodorant. Nope. That's for girls. Yep, 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 yep. And you'd have a stick, you'd have a shaving stick and a brush, and you'd lather up, you'd get, yep. get the brush wet, and you'd lather up the stick. Slip that all over, son, get it all over. I like, I like um, being, sh- I like the, the brush. It's a good, it's a good old uh, thing. And then uh, you'd have a, and that was it. It was none of that. My granddad thought it was a great treat if my mum went round and shaved his neck. Here's the thing, right? We're idiots. We're all idiots. Everyone's an idiot because we've got all of this stuff now. I had to go and buy some um, um, gel to have a shave so I can just tidy up my neck and stuff tomorrow. Um, and I went in there and there's just all this stuff there. There's all these different options. They all do exactly the same thing. They all do the same thing. One shaving foam is the same as an oil, is the same as a gel, a shaving gel is the same as a... They all do the same thing. Here's the thing. You can, you can get up a... You can shave your neck with butter, with olive oil. You can do it with olive oil. You can shave with olive oil. So, for, for cooking oil, you can do it with vegetable oil because it's all it does is it it softens the uh, softens the skin and softens the beard. So you put some olive oil on, you can have a shave like Tell that. Tell you what else you can use? Yep. conditioner. Yeah, exactly. Well, conditioner is another thing you don't need. Conditioner doesn't do no. anything. I always end up with loads anything. of conditioner left. I use up the shampoo and the conditioner's always conditioner left. Conditioner doesn't do anything. And here's another thing, right? I'm using Head and Shoulders. Guess what? I've got dandruff. Even Head and Shoulders doesn't work anymore. None of the all of this stuff that they sell us. And do you know? Do you know what it, the, the the point when the the suits realised we were dumb enough to fall for anything, right? When they realised that they could sell us uh, a dog turd on a chain and we'd buy it, we'd buy a dozen of them. Do you know the moment? Bottled water. Oh, bottled water. Right? Someone went. Hmm. Do you know what? I think we should sell water in a bottle. Water in a bottle? Yes, yes, yes. I think if we if we if we make it uh, fizzy and call it Perrier, I think we'll do- let's try it. And we did Perrier. Suddenly we could buy water in a green bottle. And people went, "Oh, fizzy water! This is brilliant. A bottle. We'll buy it." And then that that was selling, and that that kind of flatlined a bit. And then they went, "Hmm, that's that's flatlined a bit." Um, I wonder if we just put non-fizzy water in a bottle. Do you think people would buy it? No, nobody. Nobody could be... The, well, you mean the people that have got taps in their houses? Yeah. Nobody could be that stupid. But I tell you what, we will try it. So they put still water, tap water, in bottles, and we lapped it up like because absolute cretins. They told us it was French. We thought, oh, exotique. Then they did it from Buxton. Absolute cretins. Here's the thing. 
You've got a tap in your house. I've got a tap. Here's the, here's the thing, right? In, in talk radio, we've got a, a machine that, that, that um, filters the water and makes it cold, right? Right? We still go and buy bottled water and drink that when it's over there for free. We'll go and spend pound fifty on a bottle of water with our tea when we can get it for free because we are idiots. And they know that we're idiots. They know that we... There, here we go. If you're watching on Periscope, this is cold and it's free, right? Well, don't matter, don't worry. It's cold and it's free. And yet we go out and we spend pound fifty on a bottle of water because we are as thick as anything. Absolute idiots. Let's have a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yeah, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Can you get that caller back, Andrew? We're about to go to Andrew, and then Andrew disappeared. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can of course Skype from anywhere in the world, absolutely anywhere in the world for free. Late night alternative, all one word. That will um, will get you on, and we'll see it, and we'll um, we'll get you there. Andrew's back. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening. Good evening, Kath. Hey. This is going to be totally different from what you've been saying tonight. Um, have you heard about... Uh, a while ago, you talked about uh, Quantum Leap movie or new TV series. Is it is it still on, or is it not? Have you heard? Or what? Uh, well, I read an interview with the creator, Donald P. Belisario, who said that he's written a script... Um, but that's as far as, as he's gone. And so I, a few people sent me this link saying, this is great news. The Quantum Leap movie is back on. No, it ain't. He's written a script. He's been saying he's written a script for the last seven or eight years, but no, th- there's no studio connected to it. And um, if there's not a studio, then there ain't no money. And if there ain't no money, there ain't no movie. Oh, come on. You've got, you've got to have some sort of Quantum Leap ending or... Or just not, not even a movie, just like the end, like, just one like a TV series, like a TV movie thing. What? what? But but the ending was so perfect to Quantum Leap. He met God. God was working in a bar. Oh, but was it God? Yes. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Well, who was it then? Well, nobody knows what God is. So how do you say what God is? But the implication was it was God, or if it wasn't God, it was someone very, very close to God, uh, who was a barman and um, was sending Sam on all these missions to go and um, right wrongs. Yeah, but Sam asked him, like, are you God sort of thing? And he was like, ah. Oh. No, he didn't, didn't answer him. He didn't say he was God or not. Oh, Andrew, use your, use your imagination. Open up your eyes. Of course he was God, you pudding. Yeah, but you're the person that watched Lost at the end of the, end of Lo- end of the series and went, Oh, come on. The end was rubbish. The end of yeah. Lost was rubbish. The end of Quantum Leap was awesome and was a lesson in how um, long-running series should end. Oh, no. No, <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. No, he should have left it open. Well, it was open, because he carried on leaping. The implication was that he was working for God, he could never get back home, and he was going to carry on leaping forever. 
Oh, come on, Ian. What? What? I'm just... Don't have a go at me. Have a go at Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell and Donald P. Belisario. They're the ones that made it. It's, it, it's not even... It wasn't even that vague or oblique or open to interpretation. They spoon-fed it to you. I bet oh. you buy a lot of bottled water, don't you? I do, actually. Yeah, of course you do. They see you coming. Do they? Yes. Perverts. Thank you very much indeed. Great ending to Quantum Leap. Just the the perfect uh, example on how TV shows should end. Wonderful. It was mysterious, but it answered everything. It was basically it was God. He, he went to a, he kind of quantum leaps into a bar, and Dean Stockwell did wasn't there to help him. And I think if I remember correctly, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But in the bar were all people that he had been. Throughout the series, they were all sort of milling around. He's like, "What the hell? What the bloody hell is this?" And it, we got, the, the barman was God, and it was this was kind of like a sort of waiting room. And he said, "Look, sorry, dude, you're working for me now. You're doing this forever because you're doing such a great job." And he was like, "Oh boy, oh boy!" And then he went off, and that was it. And the implication was he's off solving solving stuff all that. around the world. Great series. I I I'd try not to watch it because I don't think it would necessarily. Stand the test of time. They did get a little bit worthy towards the end, you know, a little bit, you know. Oh, he's a black man in 1950s America. Okay, we get, you know, but, 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 as a series go. It was a great series. Oh, wonderful, wonderful program. They were, uh, there's no need for them to make a film of that. Uh, I did like, um, they made some Knight Rider movies in the 90s and the early 2000s where he'd, he'd kind of come back and. But then, in one of them, they put Kit in a different car because Kit had been allowed to rot or something, and they put him in like um, like a um, uh, what do they call it? Limousine. That's what they call. It. I think Kit was a limousine, and that was a little bit silly. But um, there you go. We've got five minutes and forty seconds uh, of the show left, and I don't really know what I want to do. I written down here. I don't really think any of these stories are going to cut it. Nope. That one I'm not interested in. Uh, um. Here we go. Marriage. Don't know what this is about, but um, so here's, there's ten tips here on how to enjoy um, a successful marriage. A little bit late for some of us, but here we go. Number ten, monogamy. Bam, 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 Why do I never get these, these people that say, well, we have an open relationship? I've met a couple of them. We have an open relationship. Because that, can ne- that, that is a, uh, a roadmap to failure and pain, isn't it? Here's my theory, and I don't know, never been in it. Yeah. One of them wants that more than the other. Yes. What do you think, Simon? Uh, I didn't catch that because um, I was on hold. No, you weren't. You were. You were on. You were with us because I, I was the one that put you through. You were with us as we said oh, it. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, not on hold. I was on because I'm on hands free. Yes. It goes through my car system, okay. and so it cuts off my Thank radio you. feed. So I didn't hear it. Okay. There we go. A little bit of honesty. But anyway, still, you were you were actually anyway. on the line. I put you on the line, so you would have heard it. But anyway, that's by the by, Simon. What have you got for us? Manimal. Yeah. Remember it. Yeah. Ah, okay. I just thought. Thanks for calling. 
Glad we established that. Someone tweeted me yesterday. Does anyone remember? But they spelt it Manimal. Yeah. And I thought, I was going to do that. No, but I remember a show called Manimal. Yeah, I remember that programme. It was good. <clears throat> anyone else remember programmes? If you remember programmes, 03444991000. Which programmes do you remember? I remember some. Number nine, sharing everything together. Now, I would think that that is not the way to go. Weird. Because sometimes it's nice... But the, it's nice to go... My favourite episodes of The Monkeys are the ones when they all go off in different directions and have adventures on their own, then come back together. And I apply that to life. Yeah, I think that it's nice to miss each other now and again. Yeah. And also to have something different to tell the other person. Eight, holidays together. Yeah, I'll dig that. I, I can dig that. Seven, a good sex life. <laughs> Six, having your own personal space. Hang on, are we sharing or are we spacing? Mm, mm. Men have, um, tend to get like a room, I call it a man cave, but te- men tend to get a room full of gadgets. Women don't tend to get that necessarily. That's, that's a massive generalisation. It's a luxury we're not often afforded. Yeah, I know, I know, and I know that seems a bit odd, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, five, sharing household chores, that makes sense. Four, yeah. patience. Three, sharing problems. Two, maintaining a shared... These are, these are rubbish. What idiot wrote these? Um, uh, number one, showing each other respect. Respect. I respect you. Um, it says here, only a third of British people believe monogamy is the secret to a long-lasting marriage. Um, and Barbara... I don't know who Barbara is. Anyway, pins the blame for the unusually low figure on men. She says men tend to be more comfortable with open relationships than women because men compartmentalise more easily. Work is work, family time is family time, and sex is sex. (laughs) Um, That sounds like bollocks. um, There we go. So we, 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 We made it to the end of the show. We've made it to the end of the show, guys. This is the Late Night Alternative with uh, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With Time to Change, we'll be having a Time to Change hour tomorrow. We do it at 11 o'clock, is that when yeah. we do that? Matt Haig will be on, which will be fantastic. Um, one in four of us. Apparently we get lots of people who say lots of nice things on Periscope about the Time to Change hour when it's on. Someone emailed me today, so thank you for, for, for that. Uh, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem uh, this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, dear listener. Don't forget you can download the podcast for this show and for The Rabbit Hole by going on iTunes, by going on wherever you normally go. We'll be back tonight at 10. Ta-ta.